Circle K is America's thirst stop. And yours. Stay cool this summer with ice-cold favorites like Froster, Polar Pop Cup, iced coffee, and more. When life's go, 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 make us your first stop. Circle K, America's thirst stop. Good morning and welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Faberson and with Jeff Logan and Captain Kirk Waltz. Good morning, Chris Wayne. Did you get a little distracted there? Man, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, it's because I've already had a long day, right? Um, How can you have already had a long day at 7? Yeah, I know. Is, is that when you get up at 3.30? to 3.30? Yeah, take your daughter and your granddaughter to the <laughs> airport. You know, so you get there at 4.15, right? What time's your flight? 6.30. Okay. Boy. Yeah. Uh, was that early enough at the airport? She she did make her flight today. Okay. Uh, yesterday, um, she missed her flight. She got there two and a half hours and, and missed her flight. What? Yeah. Oh, it's such a hot mess. Man. Oh, I, and, and, and just, uh, I mean, I would just be livid. <laughs> yeah, she got, wait a minute. She got there to the airport yesterday two and a half hours early and missed her flight? Yes. How did that happen? Where, did, where well, was the, the check-in at, at American Airlines was two people. Okay, that was an hour and something. Oh, good. Okay? Yeah. And then and then TSA tr- trying to get through, and it got through there. Well, the, oh. gone. You know, you got to be there, what, 15 minutes early? Yeah, it was, just, our doors just, were closed. Just what I want to hear. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because I'm flying in two weeks. Uh, we're, we're doing our little golf outing in Indiana. Right. You know, so. Driving? No, I've got, I've got a flight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm you at did, the point where I, last time I flew, I didn't enjoy it. No, at I know at all. I know, but but Jeff, if it wasn't seventeen hours, if it was yeah, ten hours, yeah, yeah, I would do it. Yeah, seventeen hours is a poke. Yeah, seventeen hours is, is a long ways, man. I mean, it's uh, because this is maybe you, you can know, Uber. Hell, that's a great <laughs> can idea. You imagine how much that would cost. Oh, that would cost. Much. That would cost more than the flight. You think? Oh yeah. my gosh, yes. Oh yeah, you yeah, it right. would. Yeah, you're right. It would. It costs sixty bucks to get across town. Oof. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, that would cost a lot. But anyway, so thank you, Gordon, because you know usually I don't even start well, on the breakfast thing until yeah you're about, like about not eight, even thinking then. about it until nine ish. Oh, when you walked in, I'm like, they're not hungry. <laughs> well, well, how how is it? It's, it's unreal. Wildly good. It's unreal. It we is got, so uh, good. And this is not even something he cooked this morning. Yeah, he did this last night. Well, he cooked he the, the eggs, eggs this morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But so what do we got? Pork chops uh, on on bread. With gravy. Is there any chicken in there, too? I, I mean, he was know. talking about chicken. Yeah, I don't see any chicken. No chicken, pork chicken. chops? Yep. Yep. Chicken. Pork I haven't chops. Open, I haven't opened mine yet, yep. my yep. special one here. Gravy. It just. Bread. Unreal. Is that pasta? It is know. pasta. And and fried egg? Yeah. <laughs> Son. <laughs> These pork chops. That, is, that, that is, ain't no good. He, yeah. done, he done outdid himself. Yeah, that, 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 that's not a. a uh, uh, weight loss. You can throw an weight egg loss. on anything Gordon cooks yeah, in his breakfast. I absolutely, I agree. <laughs> I don't know how he cooks these chops, but they good. What they're good. They're on point. Are mm-hmm. they? Are they fried? 
Like, well, I mean, no? were they fried like initially? I think they were sauteed, pan sauteed. Yeah, that's Which is so pan fried? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I love, and I, I, I'm going to tell you this week, um, last or last weekend after the show, went up to Georgia. Uh-huh. And. Uh, like, like Saudi Arabia? <laughs> it's, man, I'm going to tell you now. First off, we got a. We got a, is it a gear tip that we're going to be doing the bug spray today? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the bugs are so bad. I mean, so bad. Yeah. I'm I, the worst yeah. I've ever seen it. And, uh, those big old gi- giant quarter size mosquitoes. Yeah. The big old tiger mosquitoes. Yeah, I hate them things. That man. can, can fly yeah. like 15 miles an hour and, and keep up with you. you on the tractor and get on you. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah. Things are hateful. Oh, I mean, just brutal. So deer flies right in the middle of your back. Well, you got the horse flies, yeah. and then the regular mosquitoes, and then you got the big old tiger mosquitoes, and then the gnats. Oh, the gnats are wonderful, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, you know, getting your eyes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm always amazed though. How do the how do the animals? I don't know, buddy. Do I that? think it's the same, same I'm thing. I'm just telling you right now that if you're a deer or an animal in the woods right now. You are miserable. Yeah. Because it is, and it's typically, mosquitoes and all that are bad when you get around some of the low-lying areas, mm-hmm. you know, the creeks and the standing water. And, but, man, on the hills, the bugs are bad. Yeah. I mean, bad. I terribly bad. So, <laughs> uh, if you're going to be going to the woods, and this is that time of year, you know, you start to think, well, we got to fix a few deer stands. Mm-hmm. we got to get ready. I'm just telling you right now. I mean, that's the reason I'm missing the Kingbuster today because this is the weekend that, that I always – I mean, I've had this scheduled. I took Monday and Tuesday off. and Y'all are going up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good Good thing Kirk brought you some of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm not talking to Gordon's food. I'm talking yep. to bug spray. Absolutely. Brutal. Anyway, uh, let's do a weather and the tides, and then we'll get to more conversation uh, by the way, just a big thank you to Brian Dufek for sitting in with us last yeah, week. Yeah, that was that great. Was, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I think getting a little bit of a perspective on on what some of these manufacturers are going through to help us as consumers understand what we're going through, right. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree. So, I mean, the next time when you go somewhere and you're sitting there going, you know, what, well, man, how come they don't get get more of this in? I can't get it. Instead of sitting there being mad about it, you sit there and you hear what Brian's talking about and how some of the difficulties there are with the manufacturers of just getting the stuff and then getting it here. And, and how much more it costs. Yeah, and how yeah. much more it costs. You sit there and you go, okay, mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of understand that now. Yeah. Well, you have a little more compassion for yeah. those people out there in the trenches trying to put it together. Sure. They can't, can't put anything together if they don't have the tools to do it with. Agreed. All right, so uh, the weather is always brought to you by the Bearded Pig. And the Bearded Pig's old location on Kings Avenue is no longer. They are opening up the new one in San Marco area. And so, folks, uh, you need to go to the Bearded Pig's Facebook page. When you go there, like it. Uh, They do have a new location coming online. And then you also have the location at the beach. It is the best barbecue in Jacksonville, period. It's not even close. And uh, and if anybody tries to tell you differently, they're full of it. <laughs> totally full of it. Uh, here's the weather forecast. The synopsis got a moderate southwest flow that will prevail the next few days as a cold front stalls to the north and a high-pressure ridge will remain to the south. Cold front. 
Showers yeah. and thunderstorms will increase over the waters on Sunday. And this trend uh, continuing into the middle of next week. So what does that mean? I can tell you what it means. Southwest winds, mm-hmm. 10 to 15 knots, becoming south this afternoon, sees 2 to 4. Sunday, southwest winds, 15 to 20 knots, diminishing to 10 to 15 in the afternoon, sees 3 to 4 feet. Monday, southwest winds, 10 to 15 knots, sees 2 to 3 feet, moderate chop on the intercoastal, showers likely and a chance of thunderstorms in the morning. And then Tuesday, same thing, southwest winds, 10 to 15 knots, 2 to 3 showers and thunderstorms likely. Uh, Tuesday night, showers and thunderstorms likely. <laughs> Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely. You know, so, you, you know what that forecast calls for, right? Yep. What? Th- think about it. Southwest, southwest, rain, southwest, southwest, southwest. No southeast. No easterly bro- flow. Beach fishing? Uh-uh. No. no. Rollover. Up- upwelling. Oh, 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 oh. Yep. It's coming. It's coming. You're starting to see some of it in the last couple of days. I mean, I saw purple water yesterday. Yeah. Purple. What's, what do you mean by purple? That's Gulf Stream water coming in, starting to swing in because yeah. we've had so south. I mean, it blew southwest hard yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where it it finally swung, but it was white capping, and that all that means is pushing that that warm water off the coast. Mm-hmm. It's going to roll over just like Doctor White says. Yeah, you're going to have that mm-hmm. rollover effect. We call it a thermocline. Well, we, we call it a thermocline, and uh, you know so. I think it'll be a good thing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, Kirk. I, I'm, I'm not. Um, what do you mean? It, it doesn't. Discourage. Why would it be a good thing? You know, we've gotten to the point where we've learned to fish these things. Yeah. You know, I mean, it it, it changes your your fishery a little bit. Um, but sometimes that's a that that's a good thing. Well, and I think the other thing is it it changes your fishing opportunities. If that. If yeah. That, it, it, no. Exactly. You know, like. Yeah. I think that it might fire the tarpon off a little bit more. Yeah, the tarpon fishing's been slow. Been flat. Yeah, been been that's a great word for it. Been flat. I mean, I know Chris Holloman has been catching a few up in the river. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I've had people calling me going, "Hey, where do I go?" Yeah. I, I mean, I talked to Leon the other day and he's like, "Should I go north or south?" I go, "Don't come up here." <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. I've seen a few, but it's not like it's, you know, normal. Yeah, um, water temperature is very warm. Eighty four yesterday is it, what it, I hit. It is. It is. It is very warm. Um, you know, you can't fish behind the shrimp boat anymore because there's five or six boats back the, behind every single one of them. You know, I mean, so it's it's tough to do that. Um, Just because and, of the number of people. Yeah, tarpon are leery behind a shrimp boat to start with, and when you start putting a lot of boats behind them, yeah, yeah, you can't. And if you, you don't know you, what you're doing, yeah, you mm-hmm, can't. You just mm-hmm. can't do. You that. can't get them to. You can't get them to rise. I mean, that's um, you know, unless Jeff, unless you happen to like be at Sawgrass or something, and there's a shrimp boat way down there, and, and it's out there by itself, you know. But you go out of the inlet, St. Augustine, north or south, and if there's three or four shrimp boats dragging, there's four or five boats behind every boat. Yeah, so. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's like you said, Kirk, if if they're running around with the big motors and stuff, the, uh, the sharks will get, they, you know, they're, that's fine. That, yeah. That's what they're catching mostly is sharks. Yeah. You know, they're they're really not uh, targeting tarpon, but the tarpon aren't going to be in there with all those boats. And this cold water coming in, if it does cool off, mm-hmm. this will help the red fishery. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. somewhat. Yeah. Some of the reds that are pushed deep, deep, mm-hmm. they'll start moving back up on the edges. Yeah. Um, you'll see the inlet. Fire up! Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll tell you the other thing, man. There are thousands of cobia from 
four miles to eight miles off of St. Augustine. On, cr- on the wrecks? It's crazy. Wow. Crazy. Not very many big fish. I mean, but yesterday. Just, legal fish? Just, not, uh, a, not a lot of legal. Not a lot of legal. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of. There's there's a lot of 32 inches, I can tell you that. And, 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 and what's the, legal, 33? 33. 33. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you'll get attacked by Cobia right now. That's such a cool animal. It, they're, they're great. They are. They're great. You like know, a they, dumb catfish. Yeah. I mean, it's such a cool looking. I mean, it's a, it, yeah, I think it's one of the coolest looking fish that there is. Yeah, I agree. And uh, like white lips. You know, we, we, we net them and measure them and. You know, if he stretches out to 33 inches, he goes in the box. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. but there, it's just it's just amazing. Um, in the last two or three years, I don't know if it's because of the sharks. You know, because there's so many of those big giant bull sharks around and sandbars or, and yeah, and sandbars. Um, or is it now like a, a nursery? I don't know I, I, because there's. There's just there's crazy numbers of them. It's more than I've seen in yeah. a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, the, it, it's 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 last year and this year, it was it was kind of the same way. You know, it's like tadpoles too. When those big sharks are moving around, you'll you'll have a kingfish or a jack or whatever's on the hook. Sharks seem like they don't care. If yeah, it's they a don't snapper care. that they yeah. get off the downrigger. They're going to eat it. Cudas, I've seen them eating cudas lately, which I've never seen before. Right. Uh, I. T- uh, uh, before we take a break, let me just get this little piece of information in because it just came hot off the presses, and I want to I want to get it out there because we did a weather report brought to you yep. by the Bearded Pig, and I said they got a new location. That new location is eighteen oh eight Kings Avenue. Okay. Okay. And they shut down the old location a little bit ago. Yep. Okay. Today it is open. The new one. Okay. The new location is open. Okay. In San Marco, and that is eighteen oh eight Kings Avenue. The crew's been butchering, seasoning, smoking, and sure that they're ready to serve the best barbecue that they can. And uh, so they're excited for everybody to see their new location. That's cool. So 1808 awesome. Kings Avenue. All right, let me do a Tides report. Yep. Brought to you by Angie Subs. A sub shop in Jacksonville, period. It's not even close. And uh, they got two locations now. Don't forget about the Grom at the beach. You got uh, Angie Subs at Beach and Penman. And then at Jack's Beach, you've got the Grom. And the tides for today at Mayport, it is on its way to a low tide because the low tide today is at 8.46 a.m. That is a .38. The high tide is at 3.17 p.m. That's a 4.27. Tomorrow at 9.33 a.m., that's your low tide. That's a .46. 4.10 p.m. tomorrow afternoon is your high tide. That would be a 4.29. And that's your Tides Report brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. All right, let's take a break. Let's do. We come back, we'll talk more conversation, more cobia, mm-hmm. more fishing, more getting ready for deer season. More pork chops. And, <laughs> and, and by taking a break now, Kirk can hit the bathroom and get back to eating his pork chop, courtesy of Chef Gordon. And thank you, by the way, Chef Gordon. Thanks, buddy. And you're listening to the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. Is that uh, Boss Gags? <laughs> Very well played. Sir. Change it up a little bit on I there, see Chris. that. Yeah. Like it's that? not. It's not. <laughs> it's freaking Atlanta rhythm section. All right. See how he uh, says that? Kind of like a little terse, like. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's 
with, with you. It what is you snarky as all get out. Yeah, I kind of. You see, yeah, well, because you know. I know. See, I know. You know Jeff, it's coming. I know Jeff's not dumb. I know that. Well, well, not all he's, the time. He's just well. Some of the time. You, well, you think he's playing you, Chris? Look, you know what? I'm. Yeah. Oh, of course he is. Of course he is. He's just trying to, you know, just goad get you. my goat. Goad you on. Oh, my goat is God. Hey, I can tell you one area that I'm not dumb. When it comes to my garage, I had the shark coatings floor done. Fantastic. It literally, it creates another room in your house. So uh, if you want to clean your garage up, seriously, uh, just arrange for shark coatings to come mm-hmm. out and redo your floor. And I'm going to tell you. You will never treat your garage the same. You will actually treat it like a room in your house. You'll be sweeping it out, oh, yeah. <laughs> washing the mop in the floor. If I go over to Steve's house, if you drop a bologna sandwich on the floor, Does he in got the garage, shark coatings? Oh yeah, you could pick it up. <laughs> See and what I mean? Eat it right off the floor. Well, you can. It's that clean. Just tell me, it changes the whole oh. makeup of your garage by getting shark coatings done. It's like making the inside of your house outside. Absolutely. Yeah. You see? How right, he, uh, you see how he changed the subject there? I'm just saying. You yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. You like that, Chris? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Smart the uh, you know every year I always kind of worry about this as as August rolls around and we're nearly there. Nearly. You're always thinking about okay, it's deer season's not far away. You right. got to start preparing. Yep. Whether it be deer stands, food plots, uh, uh, access points. I mean, all of these things start to hit your mind. And it's crazy how that happens, and, it's, and it might be arguably the mi- most miserable month that we have in our year, which it's is August. It's terrible. You're just tired of the heat. It's yep. hot. It's humid. And uh, you have, uh, oh, by the way, tropical storms and hurricanes potentially to deal with. Right. And you're trying to get ready, though, for deer season because when that magical time runs around, comes around in November or October, for that mm-hmm. matter, you're just, you just want to be able to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Uh, I was up there in Georgia this week and spraying, trying to get some of the things ready. And my, one of my all, what I'm always worried about is in the food plots when you get ready for the fields. I'm always worried about getting an antler in a tire. Sure, always. Uh-huh. And you get you're like an antler magnet. You I are. never had that problem. Yeah, you have n- never had that I, once. <laughs> once in what twenty years? Ugh. And you have I mean, it all. Yeah, the but time? he's he's got like real food plots. No. You know this what I mean? Like football fields. Yeah, exactly. I mean, his it's, yours yeah. are ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're a little bigger than most. Yeah, exactly. And I got you, Dylan you know, Field. You like that one? Yeah, <laughs> that's unreal. That's all I can say. Yeah. So, so I'm spraying the fields this week. Biologic is what uh-huh. it looks like. And it's uh, and 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 the fields are talked. We we had like I said, the mosquitoes are bad. We had a lot of rain, and, and yep. And fortunately. I was kind of nervous about spraying the fields. I was like, you know, can I even get in them? Mm-hmm. You know, it's been so wet. Yep. And so, you know, you kind of put your foot in the water a little bit. Yep. You know, you dip your toe in. You're yep. like, you know, you take your tractor and you pull in that one spot that's always real bad, you know, and you're like, ah, can I make it? And then you go, oh, yeah, I can make it. And you make it. Uh-huh. You're like, all right. Whew. You know, and so you still had stress and anxiety. Am I going to be able, am I going to get stuck? Right. Because if you stick a tractor. It's, it's not good. It it yeah, sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's not the totally you want sucks. Stuck. So you don't even want to risk right sticking a tractor. So uh, spraying the fields, and so now, okay, I can I can do this because the fields are they're wet, but they're drivable. Now my concern is, am I going to get an antler in a tire? Oh, uh-huh. you got too many things to worry about. <laughs> yeah, let me guess. Yeah. Did you get one in time? I did. You did? Oh, no, did. Kid. Good God, man. I, oh, I got, my gosh. I got, I got another oh, one in the tire. Thank goodness. 
Okay. Yeah. It did not pop the tire and it happened in the front tire. So it probably two rotations and I saw it. Right. Huh. And it was a little small eight point brow tine about yay long. What's that? Two inches yeah. long, you know, and the brow tine went in and, it, but it went in right at the meat of the tread where the, yep, yep, you know, yep, the track yep. oh, got so the big ridge. It didn't puncture. Didn't pop it. Thank goodness. But huh. I was like, it! there's another one. Wow. I mean, I want to say that I have, I mean, I popped two different tires. That's, that's crazy. But I have, I have gotten about six antlers in tractor tires now. Unreal. And like I talked to Gordon, he's like, dude, I've never had that happen. Yeah, I know. That's Kirk, what we're you've saying. had it happen once. How many once. times have you had it happen? Kevin? I've never, I've never. You've never had it happen. I've never, and, and, and I, I mowed mine again on 4th uh, of July. Fourth, killing some bucks. 4th of July weekend. Yeah, exactly. You got to take care of business. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and 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 look, I've I've mowed my food plots before and and walked them afterwards and picked up sheds. Right. Yeah. You know. I mean, so so you just missed them. Yeah, I just missed them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, so the, the dirt, first of all, you know? yeah. chances of one driving the tire right over the antler. Number two, yeah. the antler being perfectly positioned to where it's going to enter your tire. Yeah, I mean, I, I, all these things have to happen. Yeah, I just don't lay there stressed out about running over an antler. I mean, oh, I'm all, every year I get anxiety about it. <laughs> That's why I get I get so mad when the winter is mild, and then all of a sudden in in March the food plots start to get shin high to knee high, and I'm like, that gummit. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I want that to be delayed so that when the antlers are all dropped. You can find them before the food plots get tall enough right. to where you can't see them. So, like every year, it's a source of anxiety yeah. for me. And, and and I always tell myself that, all right, I'm going to get everything done in February and March. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do this in August again. Oh uh, yeah, you will. And it comes August, and here I am. I, I mean, I, I was going to go up today because I, I always take Monday and Tuesday off of of this weekend mm-hmm. because I go up there and work and get and try to get everything done. And, and I'm like, I mean, Jeff, my list is like this. It's a page of stuff that I've got to do before, before both season. I, 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 see, I did good. I had a list, Kevin, just like you did. Yeah. And, uh, and me and Joe were actually talking about this the other day. And I literally, I have done everything on my list. And that list I created back in January. Yeah. Mm. And I have completed almost everything on that because, you know, you've added a couple things recently. Yeah. You know, you always add a couple things late. Yeah. But for the most part, have been able to do well, everything on that Well, list. my biggest thing is, is I, I've added another piece of land to my lease. Oh, boy. Okay. So, I, and I didn't get that. And, add and, another list. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. So, 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 you know, I've got cameras out there and I've been, you know, patterned deer and this, that, and the other stuff. So, I have no stands on this piece of property whatsoever. Oh, By no, the way, no. just a quick little tip here. And this probably should be our ring power tip next week. Check your stands. Absolutely check your stands. You know, and this stands. is because we're talking about the list, you know, yeah. as you prepare for it's deer season. It's part of the list. Check your stands, and it's always part of the list, and that's something that we haven't done yet, but we will do. And uh, and, and here's another little suggestion. This is also going to be part of a tip in the future. A lot of times with the deer stand, you'll get little cracks. You'll get little points that get rusty. Oh, yeah. Bolts that get rusty, et cetera. So, Always check them. Check the straps that go around the tree. Yep. 
Yeah. And do it uh, with two people too. Don't do it by yourself. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do it with Have two somebody people. lean on the ladder while you go up there to exactly. put new, new nylon straps on because man, accidents happen and, quickly. You know, there's ways make sure you put the new one on before you take the old one off or right. cut the old one off so that you're exactly. yeah, strapped in. But uh there's some stands are in need of a little bit of TLC sometimes. Yeah, you need, you need to take them down. You know, they might need some welding done. Or pushed over. If they're done, they're done. Uh, yeah, or if they're done, they're done. I, I mean, pushed them over. Just I, said, I, guys, cut them off the tree I, and drop I, them. I, I literally got two family traditions sitting in the front yard still because those tubings yeah. cracked. Yep. You know, it's yeah. especially especially when we had all the hurricanes yep. that went through With there. The trees and, swaying and moving everything. Yep. You go uh, there and I, all I, can, the I can tell you what you need to do. Take them to Adam Triaw. At all aluminum welding. Okay. He I can, can fix that. them. Yeah, I'll, I can do that. We uh, had a double ladder stand get wiped out. The tree just broke. I've, I've, I've had that happen uh, a couple like, times. What the heck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. all the trees in the woods, it had, <laughs> this tree had to break? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, I, I, I had. Kyle I, told I, me, I said, I son. We, I got, we all got stories like yeah. that. And, and here, here's a quick one. Because, you know, you, you work so hard to put these, these stands up. Yeah. So, there, me and Gerald were. Like, all right, we want to put this, we want to put a deer stand down in spot X. Yeah. Well, to get the spot X. Yeah, it's, it's a, a hall. It's an SOB. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. It yeah. ain't easy. No. Right. And to get the stand down there was an SOB. Right. Right. So we finally, you know, been told we were talking about it for a couple of years. We finally, all right, let's go, let's go do it. Well, we carry it all the way down there. Right. We put it up on, on the big, big tree, you know, on a creek. And uh, got a clear cut behind you so you can, man, you can see any rutting activity in this small little, we call it the cove clear cut. Uh-huh. And then you can still see into that strand of the creek bottom. And then we have daggum tornadic type activity come yeah, through. We exactly. go back in there to check on it. And we're looking around. There's trees down. And where'd the stand go, man? Somebody stole the stand. <laughs> <laughs> she looked under this tree that's fallen. It's flat. And it is completely flattened. Oh, that's <laughs> like, like a, ours. Like a piece of tin, like tinfoil is crushed up. I was telling like, Kyle, well, I said, go down there and check that double ladder down there. Adam ain't the fixing skitter. that one. No. <laughs> and he goes, it's gone. I said, what do you mean it's gone? Somebody stole it? He goes, no, Dad, it's flat. I said, come on, man. And I didn't believe him. I'm like, okay. So I get on the four-wheeler ride all the way down there. Like you said, flat. it's a poke. Yeah. You get down in the swamp. And it's on that old skitter road down there, and I'm going, you got to. It couldn't be one of the crappy stands. It's got to be one of the new stands that Mike Wren and I busted our behind, dragging those two pieces down through the swamp. I had the same thing. Like a five-hour deal. I would say, gosh, a 20-inch round pine tree, big pine tree. had one of my favorite hang-ons. And, you know, went to check it at – I don't know. This was a couple of years ago. After mm-hmm. one of those storms came through, pine tree right in half, snap, snap, ladder, the ladder snap stands underneath the tree and crumpled. Like, <laughs> like, well, I mean, I looked at, it, I was like, this crap. tree can't do, can't that's, do nothing with it. Yeah, scrap. That's, 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 Toast. that's to- yeah. total bummer. Two hundred dollars yeah. down the toilet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like mm-hmm. it's not two hundred dollars anymore. Deer stands now. Oh yeah, three hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, you know, at, at your cheapest. All right. Anyway, uh, good morning, Rob Paxton. Yes, he sent us a little text with a. Sunrise coming over the rocks at Mayport, it looks like. Is that the rocks at Mayport? Sure is. He must be heading out. Yeah. Is it it's going to be smooth enough today? Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I think it's, you know, beach fishing is going to be All great. Right, southwest winds today, yeah. 10 to 15. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. good, man. Yeah, he's heading out. Right. Good for him. Good luck, Rob. Hope you catch fish today. 
All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. If you'd like to join in this morning, 904-641-1010. Stevie Ray Vaughan sometimes. <laughs> Incredible guitar player. Oh, fantastic. One of the best. I tell you one thing now. What's up, buddy? Back in the day, I mean, he could, he could oh. rip. I mean, what a shame. I mean, you lose some some great people, musicians, talent. It seems like a lot of them you know, pass away or hit. He died in an airplane accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I mean, the sad too early. part. Yeah, Way too you know, just I mean, too he had just he had just you know really gotten over all of his addictions and his demons and all that stuff and was really uh, just really blossoming you know and going to a whole new level. Oh, totally new level. Yeah. I mean, I saw magical. him play so many different other musicians' music at a concert one time. You actually saw him live? Yeah, it made the oh, hair stand yeah, up I on did the too. back of your yeah. neck. It was like, yeah. I mean, he was playing Robert Trower, Bridges Size. Jimi Hendrix, Keith Richards, and you're going, God, not missing a lick. Mm-mm. No. And adding his little mm-hmm. accents to him like he's doing right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's a Hendrix song, and he's just wailing on it. Crushing it. Yeah. Crushing it. All right. Uh, hey, uh, folks, if you need tires, uh, by the way, Danny, I promise you the old uh, Nimnik Yoda is going to be heading your way at some point. But it's it's so, getting it's getting a little makeover. So, But it's going to tire outlet. It's going to get – it's going to not the Palatcaline, okay? It's going to get a little lift and some new tires. So I, I had a little tire outlet story for you real quick, okay? So Saga pull out of the driveway on Monday morning, and, um, you know, it, it, it just didn't – something didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I kind of got, like, halfway down in, in my in my neighborhood, and I'm like, and something don't – something just doesn't feel right. And I got out and looked at the, my tires on my side, and – Went to the other side. The back right tire is flat. Oh, no. I'm like, oh. darn it. Yeah. Darn it, man. That's a bad way to start your day. You mm-hmm, know what? Anyway, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. get my, my, my little uh, compressor, uh-huh. you know, and I got the cigarette lighter in the boat, you know, so yep. I, I, you know, pump it up. And this is it. on the truck? No, no, oh, no. Boat trailer. trailer. Boat trailer. Okay. Trailer. Yeah, okay. Boat, boat trailer, you know, so I, I pump it up and I get 40 pounds in it and it's having a hard time getting more air and I'm going up. So anyway, I unscrew it, right? Well, Air starts coming out of the valve stem. Oh, oh, like, oh bad crap. valve stem! You know, you got so, a valve stem wrench? No. Oh no. So, so, so I put the cap on real tight, right? <laughs> like it's going to help. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm figuring. Out, I'm trying to get to the ramp. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You know, so I got it on there real tight. Jump Most people would say I got to get to a tire place. Right, right. No. So anyway, I, I, I <laughs> that's pretty funny. I, I, I go to the. Ramp. I know what you're thinking. I go to the ramp. Go to the ramp. Call Danny. Get tire outlets. Mobile well, no, tire service. You, you remember now? Old City Tire is tire outlet now. You're right. So, so I go right by tire outlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So it was too early. Nobody was there. So I just went to the ramp, launched right, and put my boat back on the trailer, and it it was about halfway flat. Mm-hmm. You know. But, Build it up again? No, no, I just, no, 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 no. I've only got to go. You, you got to make sure Tire Outlet knows which boat trailer needs the tire yeah, fixed. But anyway, so I, I, I pull up in Tire Outlet. You know, I walk inside and and um, I just the, the the customer service was awesome. You know, the guy's like, "What you know, what you got?" And I said, "I told him what was going on." He went out and he's good. You get, you got a bad valve stem? Puts a new valve stem in there. Shakes my hand. And says, "Have a great day." Yeah. 
Nice. Good, good stuff. Awesome. Good, good stuff. stuff. So, and it wasn't because they knew you. Or yeah, it was that, like, that, oh, that's Kevin Favre, no, no, outdoor they, no, show. No, 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 no. They had no idea who I, I was. Know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. They good, probably would have charged if I they just, knew I, who and, you and, were. and you know what? I, I, I did text David, our buddy with Tyra. right over his head there. And I said, you know, that's pretty cool. Great customer service. So that was cool. Tyra, all right, let's go to the phone lines. Marshall wants to chime in about the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. Good morning, Marshall. Good morning, guys. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I'm calling for the Northeast Florida chapter <laughs> of the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. And um, this year, we're going to have our banquet, and it's going to be on August 14th at the Prime Osborne Convention Center Wow! at 5 o'clock. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's a big, that's a big uh, venue. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're hoping for uh, about 250 guests. And like uh, in the past, we have uh, a tremendous amount of weapons and firearms cool. uh, to auction off and give away. And actually, this year, we have the most we've ever had. And a lot has to do with last year we didn't have a banquet, and we carried some of those firearms over to this year. Cool. So it is the most we've ever had. We're also going to give away a safe with two more guns inside of it. Well, that part of the 20 goes in those gu- in the right. safe. That's nice. So uh, all- let me ask you this. Do, do, yes, sir. Be, because, you know, we, we've, we've all been to NWTF, I mean, NRA. Uh, I mean, we've, we've been to, a, you know, DU banquets. Um, none of us have ever been elk hunting. And it's on all of our bucket list, okay? Do you yeah. have hunts that for auction, or is, is there any hunt, hunts available? Okay, I'm glad you asked. Uh, yes, we do. And that is the, I should say, the grand finale. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, we have hunts in Africa. Like, if in, in right. Africa, we also have a hunt. Uh, a bear hunt, a uh, mountain lion hunt. We have um, pheasant hunt, and the grand finale is we have Hidden Creek Outfitters in Wyoming, Cody, Wyoming, where we are auctioning off a elk hunt. Cool. And this particular elk hunt, I I know a little bit about. Uh, it is a horseback ride over the continental divide and down on the other side. Wow. We won't get into how long it takes. Okay, okay. <laughs> but it's a wonderful ride. Yeah. All right, so yeah. I, 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 got, I got one question for you about, about elk, elk hunting. Um, yeah. And I don't know if you guys do this. Do you put in for an elk hunt in uh, Kentucky every year? No, I never have. Draw? No. Uh, it, it's 10 bucks. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, they, they, they do bow hunts, rifle hunts, um, you know, uh, Cow hunts. I mean, it's they do all kinds of, of, of different hunts. So I mean, you, you have, have cows. You have a chance. Yeah, you have cows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Marshall, have you have you hunted? Kentucky? I like beef. Yeah. <laughs> have you hunted Kentucky? No, I haven't. Okay. I will tell you, uh, Kevin. Uh, a couple years ago, I had a heart attack, Ooh. and uh, I had made the decision as I was coming through rehab that you know maybe I should. Uh, start doing stuff. And I know you gentlemen have heard this, but I'll repeat it for everyone that's listening. Um, 
an older person told me this a long time ago. He goes, Marshall, do your dream hunt now. And I looked at him, I'm like, and he goes, the money will always be there. Your health won't. <laughs> and I paused Good and point. I thought about it. You You're know, right. You, you got to do it. You got to do it. And so, yep. you know, uh, Kevin and Kurt, they take people from all over the country fishing that never see the stuff that all of us see every day. And for them, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's their dream. So uh, in 2022, I am scheduled to go on a Hidden Creek Outfitters uh, hunt with uh, one of my uh, best friends. And after having a heart attack, who would be the best, the best person to take? Oh, yeah, I'm take a doctor. Uh, yeah, well, I'm married to one, but I am taking a uh, fire chief. Okay, uh, there you go. That's, that's just as good. Yeah, your I'm wife will taking, appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, she definitely does. And that's hilarious. He is a fire chief in Tampa, and I'm taking him. And I uh, thought for so, sure, Marshall, you're going to say I'm taking my cardiologist. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that you know, it's it, it that's a whole different other thing. As I, I as about to as I was about to have. Uh, uh, bypass surgery, I, I, I told the anesthesiologist, I don't care what you do. Just wake me up. I'll take care of the rest. And they're, you know, they just kind of look at you and they're like, we'll take care of you, Mr. Tulane. We'll be fine. No, 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 no. I got that. Just wake me up. <laughs> just wake me up. Uh, Marshall, thanks, buddy. And, and, and uh, if, if, awesome. if you don't mind, can you email that to us so we can put it on our, on our Facebook? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we are excited to put it on this year uh we got it all ready last year and then you know they shut us down uh everyone on the committee is excited for it to happen um we in fact and i believe uh you guys remember a gentleman uh clayton smith clayton was the one that uh he's been you know he's been the head man for a long time and he's kind of taking a back seat and letting us younger guys and you know you know coaching us along about how to do stuff. And uh, he gets the good job. He's out there now. And he he drove out west with his bride. Oh, he's doing the he research. Went to go and, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Good he for him. went to North uh, New Mexico to meet a new outfitter so that we can have more hunts in the future. That's, That's awesome. And, That's, uh, yeah. Well, stay on the line, and Chris is going to get uh, give you the email and all that kind of thing because we definitely want to share that on our Facebook page. And yeah. and I hope you guys have a great event. And uh, and Marshall, I hope you have a great hunt. Yep, coming up yeah. in twenty twenty two. Stay stay in touch, Marshall. Yep, stay in touch. We will. I appreciate it, gentlemen. Uh, you definitely be hearing from us in the future. And thank you very much. And good luck, everybody. You thank too. you, Marshall. Thanks, buddy. All right, before we uh, take a break, let's let's get Ed in. He's got a little Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff for us. Morning, Ed. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Long-time listener. I remember when uh, Kevin was broadcasting from Browns Creek Marina. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was taking my daughter out in a 12-foot fiberglass skiff in the Sam Patch across that, the bridge. That was 25 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, but anyway, wow. I, uh, I read uh, Carlos Santana's biography, and he met Stevie Ray Vaughan at a blues festival. And I don't know if everybody knows who it is, but Albert King, one of the most famous blues oh, guitarists yeah. mm-hmm. of all time. Absolutely. Well, Stevie Ray met Carlos, and he goes, how you doing? And he goes, Albert King saw me and told me I owed him $50,000 hmm. because he thought he hijacked some of his riffs. 
And <laughs> Carlos goes, what'd you do? He goes, I paid him. <laughs> that's the kind of man he was. Wow. That's an awesome so, story. That's what I want to share with you guys. I don't have any fishing stories. I ain't been fishing in a while, but I'm looking forward to getting out there. But have a great day. Thanks, Ed. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. All right. All right, let's take a break. Uh, I just want to let everybody know that if you've got a little piece of waterfront heaven and want to make it even more heavenly, call CNH Marine Construction. Docks, bulkheads, boathouses, boat lifts, the maintenance on boat lifts. They do it all at CNH Marine Construction. I've trusted them for many years. Uh, they did their first job for me back in 1996 mm. and have been with them ever since. <laughs> CNH Marine Construction. Woo, like to join us here this morning, 904 641 1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. If you're in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go Claude Dolan Cadillac, of course. Go by there and See my good buddies, Steve DeBergen, Mark Helmick. Need a pre-owned vehicle? Only place to go. I've bought numerous pre-owned vehicles. And, and look, it's not like you go in there and say, hey, I'm, I'm looking for this, this, and this, and they're going to find it for you tomorrow. But if you have something in mind, go in there, give them a couple weeks, and they'll, they'll call you up and say, hey, I found it at the exact price, exact vehicle that you wanted. They'll do that at Claude Dolan Cadillac, located on South South Boulevard, just north of JTB. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that's, that's cool when you don't have to settle, you know? No. When Who you, wants to settle for a second? Best? When you know when you know what you want, when you take the time to figure that out, Yeah. and then you let them know, and then you put them to work, that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, give them a little time. Don't, you know, this is, if you got something in mind and in, in, in a price range, go in and tell them. They'll, they'll, they'll find it for you. So, all right, uh, Mr. Jeff Prosser out this week. Oh, goodness. <laughs> really? Yeah. That must have made for an interesting day. Well, you know what? So, tell me the truth. Does he does he suck at fishing? He's okay. He's okay. Are you being man. nice? No, you're, no, you're no, being no, nice. no, no, no. He's a good man. He's no. being nice. He's being a good man. I, I will tell you this. He's a very good bottom fisherman. Is he? Yeah. I mean, like, like he understands circle hooks, and he understands. I mean, he was – he had his, his son and his son's best friend – and he put them to shame. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, I bet he doesn't harass them at all. Oh yeah, it was it was, oh, it, 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 it was brutal. Fun. But you know, I, it was it was funny because I know you guys. He's like know. he's like one of those terrible dads because he's like talking smack. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. easy. But here, I, listen, I was the one talking smack because every time I turned around, he was hooked up, and the boys were struggling. I'm like, guys, the old man's making you look Whipping bad. your butt. Yeah, he's yeah. making you look bad. But after like five. 10-pound snaps, he was like, I will tell you, he was like, dude, I got to take a break. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, you know, Jeff, and most people don't understand, and Kirk, you you do this for a living just like I do. A lot of times people want to use their, their small muscles mm-hmm. to, to catch fish, you know, like their wrist. Right. You know, and not and their big muscles, not their big their muscles, quads, their, their back. back. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and until you teach people that, you know, like, 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 like they just want to hold – the reel like they would a, a typical spinning reel, mm-hmm. right? Doesn't work. Huh? You you're not catching a ten pound snap like that. You you gotta you gotta tuck it in somewhere, but basically really underneath your arm. Mm-hmm. Okay, S- squeeze your arm around it and 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 use your big muscles, mm-hmm. and and that way you, get a little you, leverage. Get a little leverage and you and you lock your 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 wrist. You know what I mean? You 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 never you never. You, you you never adjust your wrist. You lock it down. Mm-hmm. That way, you're just using your big muscles. Mm-hmm. And 
people don't get that. You know, it, that's hard to, you know, I mean, a lot of times, and you, Kirk said, people will grab a kingfish rod, a conventional rod, and they take their left hand to put it underneath the reel. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you're like, well, you left can't. hand in front of the reel. I don't yeah. know how many times I got to say yeah. that today. Left hand in front of the yeah. reel. Yeah. I mean, the reel. Because well, they think they're bass fishing. Right. Yeah, you, you it, know, and the thing is, is, is that you know, just think about how much more leverage you get. Way more. Uh, way more. The, the farther but, you creep up the rod from the reel up towards the tip, the more leverage you have. But we had we had an awesome day. Um, we caught kingfish and that slowed down, and then we went to bottom fishing, and it, it was wide open. So it was it was fun. It was fun taking them out. All right. On a on another note, there was an announcement that was made last weekend, and uh, you guys remember we, the, the the skiff challenge where they raced all the way around the state yeah. of Florida. Yeah, clean waters for captains for clean water. It was to raise awareness for that cause, which is uh, I think a great cause to to raise uh, the, to raise awareness for the quality of water in the state of Florida. And it's a bunch of charter captains that originally started us. That's why they call it Captains for Clean Water. Well, they had a giveaway that was to benefit the the charity Captains for Clean Water. And part of this giveaway was that somebody was going to win a Hell's Bay Boatworks professional Orvis edition boat. Mm. Come on. That's what I'm just telling you, man. Seriously. I, and And here's the thing. They had this thing. They How did could, we not know about it? I mean, uh, it well, I, we, we knew about it. I mean, oh. I knew about it. They had, it was all on social media. Okay. Well, they had that's the, why I didn't know about it. They had the, uh, they, I think they had the boat <laughs> down at, uh, at the uh, uh, ICAST show. Okay. And so I think they did the drawing at the ICAST show. Well, a guy by the name of Evan Tucker from Jacksonville won. How about that? Won the boat. Won the boat. I've heard of Evan Tucker. I don't know why I know that. I so, sense an outdoor show field trip. So yeah. if anybody out there happens to, because we don't, we we yeah. we've asked and yeah. we don't know anybody that knows mm-hmm. Evan. Right. If anybody knows Evan Tucker, we'd love to hear from him yeah. on how you know what's he going to do with the boat. You know how how he entered the drawing and everything. When he's going to take all of us out yeah. in it. Well, I mean, that's not a very big boat. He might be now best friends with a guy at Kentucky. He might be. <laughs> he might be. But, I mean, that is that is cool. That's cool. I mean, congratulations yeah. to Evan Tucker for winning a Hell's Bay Boatworks professional Orvis edition boat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's that's like money. And this money. What is the, the raffle? Is, like you had to put in 50 bucks or 100 I don't, or, I don't Kirk, I honestly, I don't know. That's why I would love to talk yeah. to Evan and see how yeah. – See how he got it, but uh, yeah, they had the boat down there at the iCast show, and I mean, it's you know, and you can imagine. I mean, if it's an Orvis edition, oh, Hell's oh, Bay Boatworks, which by the way, the it wasn't just the boat itself. They had uh, uh, here. Here's the thing: when they made the post and the announcement about the winner, they credited, and they're using the at you know thing it, yeah. at Hell's Bay Boatworks at Orvis at Yeti. So there's a Yeti boat uh, cooler on the boat, <laughs> right? At, at Costa Sunglasses, at Sea Deck, at Power Pole, oh at God. Mercury Racing, at Ray Marine, at Minkota Motors, at Traeger Grills, at Boatmaster Traeger Trailers. Grills? I guess it, I don't know if you got a <laughs> you Traeger Grill too. Grill. I don't know. Oh, that's awesome. What? Uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, all I mean that boat was rigged to the hilt. Wow. Mm. I mean, can you imagine? No, I can't. I, that, that I mean, what be. is it, what is the hell bay? How, how long was it? It's a hundred grand. Easy, easy, hundred thousand dollars. Easy. Yeah. I mean, those things are Very expensive. Yeah. They high dollar. Yeah. And they're 
amazing. They are amazing boats. They're beautiful. So, and uh, and obviously the boats are very worthy because I mean he, uh, the Hell's Bay is one. The captains for clean water, Florida Skiff Challenge, or the Skiff Challenge going around the whole peninsula of the state of Florida. I mean, shoot, uh, that's pretty amazing. So congratulations to Evan. If anybody knows him, tell him to, to get in touch with us. We'd love to talk with him and to hear about his experience and how he went about winning that boat for And what's he going to do with it? For that. Yeah, what's that's he going to do with it and yeah, everything? Yeah. That, that's, that's way cool stuff, man. Yeah. All right, so had another experience with uh, bees this past week. Bees? Yes. Bees! They're everywhere. I, I don't mean. Save yourself. Mosquitoes, bees, and antlers. Seriously. You're under attack. The, I don't know what it is when it, when it, when it rains more, for some reason, bees make wasp nests more. Okay. And I don't know if it's because the bug juice doesn't last as long, the bug spray that we spray. What kind of bees? Honey bees or? Oh, like wasps. Wasps. Like, like wasps. You M- know, they make mud the- daubers? Those big no, mud- no. No, these are, these are the. No, like stinger rear end wasps. Yeah. Okay. But you know the you know, the big nest that they the get right combs. in the corner of your yeah of comb, your, big old combs yeah up in your eaves yeah oh yeah yeah it was uh, we got an outdoor shower oh up there in Georgia you know and and I always make sure that I spray the the brother love special mix around the building you know to what? get all the wasps I mean because I I don't I'm not a fan of wasps. And I sprayed in that outdoor shower. I don't think many people are. I was going to say, I don't, yeah. man. I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm boy. Uh, I love a good wasp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was, you know, I, I cut the grass. I was up there, so I cut the grass. Now I'm running the blower. Uh-huh. You know, running the blower and blowing off. You know, you go oh, by the outdoor pissed, shower. You pissed them off. It, oh my god! It came out of there, and it was like it was like it was like twelve of them all of a sudden in the air. I'm like. Where the hell they come from? Oh, my God. Are you like a little girl? Dude, I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a grown man run with one of them backpack blowers, you know, on his bench? Well, you blow it over. It, it's like, I was backing up. <laughs> oh, no. You know, uh, the one of them get you? No, thank goodness no. I didn't get zapped this time. I mean, I got zapped already like three times this year, painting gates and discovering wasp nests in the gates. But... They did not get me this time. Mm. Thank goodness. I actually. Uh, did you discover the nest? You I did. Ran I ran away fast I, enough. I ran away, stayed away, <laughs> and said, to use the famous line from Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll, <laughs> I'll be, be back. back. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, you know, and I did other things. And, I, you know, I said, all right, off. it's about time to come back. And so I had had a can of wasp spray in my truck, which I used at at uh, at the house recently, and it almost didn't work. Thank goodness it did. And so I I was going to go replenish that that because I have a box of wasp spray, and so I was going to put another can in the truck to keep because I always keep one in the truck because you never know. And so I go grab a can that had partially been used, and now I start to creep back into the outdoor <laughs> shower, and I'm looking around. I'm I'm trying to find it. And I can't find it. Where is that? And so I. Was, and there's this one little crack, you know, between the wood and the and the outside panel, uh-huh. and it's about inch and a quarter, inch and a half. And I peek my head in there, and they all are looking at me. Oh! And I said, "Ooh, I got you." Yeah, yeah I got stuck, you. I stuck that can in there, and <laughs> I probably won't. I probably emptied the whole can on one nest that was probably, and it was weird that because it was in a 
a gap yeah. about the size of a two by four because that was the spacer from the, mm-hmm. the the vertical pole and the outside wall of the shower. That's the nest conformed to that two by four type of shape. But man, that stuff is so awesome. Yeah. Hey, that wall spray. Uh, by, oh, by the way, knocks um, them down, buddy. Mm-hmm. DG Dollar General. Yeah, has that in their own brand, and it's half the price. Really? Yeah. So if you you know when you go into Georgia, yeah, stop stop by a DG, and you'll see the the the, the name brand stuff, and then their stuff, and it's half. And okay. It, it, it's the same. Works just fine. It, it works fantastic. Now, is that the get... one where you can spray them from ten yes. feet away? Oh, yes. buddy. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. That's yeah. the only way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Problem is, is that when I was in the shower, I mean, I literally had my eyeball about a foot and a half away just to find out where they were. Yeah. yeah. And that, that, that'll that make you pucker up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Pucker they'll factor sting, on they'll that. sting the crap yeah, out Yeah, pretty you. good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's take a break. Hey, we listen, can... before we go to break, yeah. I want to share an email with you real quick. Okay. This is a good one. Uh, it says, hello, I was hoping you could give a shout out to my husband for his 40th birthday this week. Absolutely. Yeah. It's for Mitch Gurick from uh, Get Schooled Fishing Charters. <laughs> cool. I, I I know him very well. You know Mitch. I, well, I, so I, that, that's cool. Today's his birthday? Happy. I don't know whether it's today. It says okay. this is uh, his 40th birthday this week, and this was sent to us earlier yeah, in the I week, was, so I'm not sure when. Well, happy birthday, Mitch. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But I, was, I was talking to him um, this week, and, it's, uh, and he said next week's his last week. Then he's got to go back to school. He's wow. a teacher. And it oh, said he yeah. listens yeah. to all of your podcasts each week, which in turn means I listen to a lot of them myself. So that's <laughs> that's from Jennifer, his wife. So happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mitch. Happy birthday to you. Very good. Uh, uh, by the way, just a little quick little note when it comes to the podcast. Uh, Chan Ritchie, is, he's a little bit technologically delayed, <laughs> I should say. <laughs> <laughs> I tried so hard, man. <laughs> And I'm busting your chops, Chan. I really worked with Chan. <laughs> you Just, did. I did. <laughs> and Chris, I appreciate you because Chris went the extra mile with Chan. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you know what? Look, somebody somebody needs the Outdoor Show podcast. I'm going to get them yeah. the Outdoor Show and podcast. And now he's listening to it on his TV. I mean, I, I know. You he's see like, that? wait a minute. I thought he was uh, technologically yeah. a little short. And now he's saying he's listening to it through his TV. Yeah. You know, you can get a Bluetooth there, Chan. But, but Chan was having a hard time trying to find the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was trying, I guided him to Spotify, took a screenshot, told him to search Outdoor Show on Spotify. He still wasn't finding it. And he was like, man, I, what am I doing wrong? And Chris chimed in. Chris says, look, also, you can help, it'll help you search on Spotify if you put in Kevin Favor Outdoor Show, F A V E R, by the way, for everybody, if you don't know how to spell his name. It's not spelled like Brett Favre. Okay. <laughs> it is not. And then Chris provided the link to find it exactly for Chan because he still hadn't responded on the search with Kevin Favor Outdoor Show. So, anyway, we, we got Chan hooked up. Okay. And then Chan took it to another level. Now he's listening to it wow. through his television because it's got this smart that's, tv high def probably, system the, the phone just went off that's probably chan calling right now probably so <laughs> <laughs> and uh so look seriously if you want to listen to the podcast go to spotify and the search button put in kevin favor outdoor show it pops up a little bit quicker and uh, you can get all of our podcasts right there and when we come back right here you're going to get an lv hires inc gear tip of the week on the nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. And LV Hires has supplied quality fuels and lubricants to all industries since 1919. And all across the southeast. And all across. The, wide the range. Yeah. Wide range of services to support all of your petroleum needs. Go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's gear tip, a great read, is uh, just been released. And it, this one kind of hits close to the home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is literally something that um, I, 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 I had a little to do with Dad. Uh, Dad wrote a new book called Echoes of Time. And it just he literally texted me yesterday and said, it's it's available on Amazon as of yesterday. Cool. So um, That's I, his I, second I, book, right? It's his second book. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually have a copy that, that he gave me this week. And I, I'm, I'm about halfway through it. And... And as you would probably know, I mean, I know most of the stories that are in there, but it's really cool that he it, that he's taken those stories and 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 put them in a book. You know, uh, we we had uh, um, some uh, cool conversations this week uh, over an old fashioned, mm. <laughs> and uh, we talked a lot I'll, about the book. Jack Daniel's old fashioned. No, he uses some he expensive, like... expensive whiskey. I, I, okay, I, yeah, um, and it's it's really good, by the way. <laughs> But he's I like got an old-fashioned. Yes, yeah. He uh, we, he talked a lot about this book this week, and um, and and I, I actually he gave me a copy of it, and that's where I got the picture from. And so I'm I'm, a, I'm about halfway through it, okay, and, it's, and it's, enjoying it. And, and by the way, this this book is basically all about hunting and fishing in Northeast Florida. That's obviously Daddy grew up in Palm Valley. And so he talks a lot um, of, of, of hunting and fishing in the, those areas. So it's, it, you know, it's it's a really cool book. It's uh, it's available at Amazon. Yep. We provided the link on our Facebook page, and I just bought it. How much two was minutes it? ago? Uh, it's fourteen ninety nine okay. on Amazon, and I'm going to read you what it says here at Amazon. The book by Kevin's dad, which his dad's name is Worley Favor. It's, the book is called Echoes of Time. And then below it, it says, Memories of Learning and Teaching Life's Lesson. And then the description on Amazon says this, Echoes of Time captures and conveys the experiences of a fantastic boyhood. And for the overwhelming majority of Americans in today's times, such adventures are found only in stories told by folks from the distant past. The book harkens back to the days when nobody gave a second thought to a nine-year-old boy walking down the street with a cane fishing pole over his shoulder, and a handmade slingshot sticking out of his back pocket. It paints a picture that takes the reader back to Grandpa's day and the delights of growing up before technology overwhelmed us. Can't wait to read it. Yep. The book is, uh, uh, you said, Kevin, 21 chapters. Yep. According to Amazon, the book has 103 pages. And uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed your dad's last book, and I look forward to reading this yep. one as well. So Cool. Thank you. On Amazon, uh-huh. go to our Facebook page, like our Facebook page while you are there, and then you can see exactly what you need to be buying. And again, it's a book by Kevin's dad, Worley Favor, called Echoes of Time. That's our LV Hires, Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. I need a new read. Yeah. I am uh, I am currently reading. I meant to bring you that Zane Gray book. I'll bring it next yeah, week. Bring it on. Yeah, I found it yesterday. I am. I, I got done reading not too long ago, a book, and I passed it on to my dad, and it was a, a book by Jack Carr. Okay. And it was pretty cool. And, and look, I'm not a huge reader, but I like to read, and at times because it helps me kind of 
uh, go to sleep, and it was. <laughs> it, uh, that's the problem with me reading a book. I I, I get four or five pages. I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Just, and, I, and I do. I love to read. I, yeah. I really do. But I I I I can't. I cannot do what my wife does. I cannot sit and read a book. I mean, like she'll stay up all night sometimes reading a book. I'm like, damn, I can't do that. Well, the <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one that uh, that I just read, I think it's called The Devil's Hand. Uh, anyway, it uh, yeah, it's called The Devil's Hand by Jack Carr, who is a former Navy SEAL, et cetera. Cool stuff. Uh, excellent book. So anyway, to get on what I was talking about, I need a new book because currently I'm reading, my daughter had a required reading book called Hoot. Hoot. Okay, and it's one of these books that she has to read for school. And mm-hmm. so she said, Dad, I've when you finish book. your book, I want you to read my book. You'll really like it. I'm like, okay. So I'm currently reading <laughs> a fifth-grade required reading book called Hoot. Hey, I think it's a good idea to read your kids' stuff to make yeah. sure they're getting Dagum indoctrinated right. the right Especially way. Especially these days. You know? yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Some weird stuff out there. So, yeah, so it, it, it's pretty cool. The, the main character in, the, in this book called Hoot is Roy. And Roy is is it's kind of based in Florida, so it's pretty cool. And the, there's a couple other characters in the book. One of them goes by the name of Mullet Fingers. Oh, so uh, so yeah, so it's pretty cool yeah. read, and okay. I'm enjoying the fifth grade book. Okay, all right. Where, where are we going? Let's go to the phone line. Let's bring up Tim this morning. He's got a King Buster update for us. Good morning, Tim. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, morning, Tim. Uh, morning, Kirk. Like I said, it's uh, they they got the call right. It's, Definitely out of the southwest, about 15. We're up here at Pontevedra. We got two in the boat. Nice. No size. Yeah, no size, but, you know, we're in the Calcutta. I bit the bullet, bought some goggle eyes, dozen goggle eyes for 150 Ooh. <laughs> I, I hope my wife's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> she is. You're, you're busted. Oh, that's I know, Amy. She's listening. Oh, you're toast. God. Yeah. Oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, it's beautiful, man. It's nice and cool. You know, compared to Thursday, we did that charter, and Thursday it was I about had a heat stroke out there. I mean, yeah, it was hot. Yeah, water temperature so high out there, and uh, but um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's real nice, real nice. Uh, a little bit of breeze. Still no I bait on the, the beach. Yeah, bait at bait at the gate station and four feet. <laughs> oh boy, so, oh boy, uh, we, yeah, yeah, that's tough. And I, you know, glad I got the goggle eyes because uh, you know I was going to do what you told me to do, Kirk, and I just. Bought the goggle eyes and went right on by the jetty. So, yep, we got here kind of early. We got about ten left, and uh, hopefully, talking on the show will get us a get us a strike here shortly. That would be good. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I just want to give you all a report, guys. You're doing a great job, and uh, another good show. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate Thank it, you, Tim. Okay, and good buddy. luck. Good Thanks. luck, man. Right. Catch, catch a whopper. Yep. Good yeah, luck. buddy. I'll let you know. Thanks, man. All right, see, see you, bud. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Rick. He's got a boat question. We'll talk to him first, and we're going to talk to Top Gun and uh, see if he can do a little better than last week. <laughs> oh, off the step mark. Up, la- step up the game. Hey, yeah. Look, he's been doing good, dog. He has, man. He's had some hey, Listen, he had a good month. He had a good July. Yeah, he had a really Agreed. good month. Yeah. Yeah, really Agreed. good month. Listen, yeah. he's he's definitely on the leaderboard right yeah, now. Yeah, I agree. He set the bar so high. Yeah, that's and true. Then last week it was like, eh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well. You know, I think he's intimidated Lester because Lester just doesn't call anymore. Well, that's because Lester doesn't get out of bed anymore. A good point. That's true. Lester's like sleeping in forever. <laughs> All right, folks. Hey, look, if you're looking for some clothes, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, everybody thinks it's just 
fishing stuff and kayaks. No, they got all of the Kobe and flip flops, Hey Dude shoes. They've got Come hunt on, hey clothing. Dude uh, you name it, they've got it. And I mean, it's some really, really nice stuff. All the latest and greatest in the outdoor apparel, all available at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Don't forget uh, in Yuli, Mandarin, and then also Green Coast Springs, and soon to be coming to all the Hagen Ace stores. Hagen Coastal Outfitters will be. If you'd like to join us here this morning behind Top Gun and Rick, 904 641 1010. So you know why uh, you know why I picked this song? That well, another great musician has gone to the big concert in the sky, mm-hmm. and that would be Dusty Hill, the bassist for ZZ Top. He is now playing somewhere up there with Stevie Ray Vaughan, and they're at a jam <laughs> session right now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, may he rest in peace. And uh, he provided us with some great music. And by the way. One of the things that I love about, what is the, uh, Chris, you probably know this, it's mm-hmm. uh, the television app that you watch TV with nowadays, it, uh, and they have a lot of, you know what I'm talking about on, on the TV, if you got uh, Wi-Fi, you can watch t- TV through an app, and they have like different programs that you can watch. Are you like, talking about like, like Netflix? Or, yeah, yeah, Netflix. We have Roku that has Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Just trying to think of how all that works. Right. I mean, right. this is I'm, I'm not the most technologically savvy guy. Yeah, you <laughs> okay. and Chan. Uh, yeah, me and Chan are still trying to figure <laughs> yeah. things yeah. out yeah. a little bit. It's yeah. all good. Darn. So anyway, we I uh, was was watching on Netflix. There's a, they, have, they do a really good job of having some really cool documentaries. They do. On. Oh, they do. It's true. And one of them is on ZZ Top. Yes, it is. And, and it's a fantastic, fantastic documentary. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you watch the one, by the way, of Keith Richards? No. <laughs> Not a chance. Oh, it's great. You got to watch it. Ugh. He's, he's a mess. Yes, exactly. In a good way. Well, in a good way. Well, yeah. I mean, he is, he is totally. He like and, old... and I will tell you, turn your subtitles on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're That's what I was doing. Right, 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 right. I got you. So, you know, look, I'm a little hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. Okay, when somebody that doesn't enunciate quite as well, I have no chance of understanding. I don't know how they interpret what he's saying, <laughs> but it's great. So, anyway, uh, by the way, if you want to check out a cool, again, a cool uh, show uh, documentary, uh, it's about ZZ Top. Go mm-hmm. to Netflix and check it out. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorely missed. Yes. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring up Rick first because he's got a boat question. Let's see if we can get that answered for him. Good morning, Rick. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, I want to know who plays the background music on Atlantic Coast Marines ad because that sounds like the Ventures walk, don't run, a little bit of a tremolo takeoff. It was, yeah, I like that. i got to find out who did that. But uh, So I'm heading to Tampa to buy my dream boat. Wow. Um, and uh, it's a 2003 Willie Roberts flat boat, um, all composite, one of the last composite hulls they did, and I know it's going to need a little work on it. I fished so, out of one in Naples a couple weeks how ago. How big? It was a 20-footer. Uh, 20, uh, okay, yeah, that's, this is the 15. This is the slow poke. Um, man, it is, uh, the ad is on uh, microskip.com. I talked to the guy last night, so I'm heading down there to probably drag it home but you stroked the check um, yet who 
Now I'm going to go to Star and get cash. That's how you deal, right? Woo! <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so what? To get permission from Mama first. That's a lot of cash. Where, <laughs> what, what road are you on, Rick? <laughs> I'm looking at the I'm price in, of this I'm thing in. online that you sent us the link, and looks, I think the price is like twenty something grand. So, I mean, if you're getting cash, where you at? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's fifteen. Oh, uh, well, that's still I fifteen am, uh, grand. <laughs> Be careful. I'm armed and ready if you want to come at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I, if it needs, I think it may need a little bit of fiberglass work on it. Is there anybody in town that y'all can recommend that can do that kind of work? There, uh, I there, talked there, to the Willie real quick, factory. There, there's a, is the same guy working for Brett? Yeah, Kenny? Atlantic Coast Marine. They, they got a guy okay. at Atlantic Coast Marine. This is no John, joke, John, he's a good glass guy. He is he is a magician. He's fantastic when it comes to fiberglass work. He fixed your cowling. Yes, he did one time for your motor favorite. Yes, he did, and the guy does tremendous glass work. Yeah, he's really yep. good. And, and, and if he if he's not available, you can call Travis Smith too. Travis does all okay. fiberglass work. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Travis. Yeah. Handyman hey, way, Travis. Ha- handyman Travis. Seriously. Yeah. So e- e- either way, you can't you can't lose. By the way, the the boat that you're okay. getting, it's an O three. And to give people an idea, it's a 15-foot. It's called a Willie Classic. W- what is a Willie Classic? So Willie Roberts was kind of the guy that invented the bohemian-style flat boat I got you. back in the 60s. And uh, he died in 1993. This was one of, from one of his original molds. They're still in operation. They've had you know a couple of different owners like ActionCraft has. They're still built down in the Central Coast. Uh, one-year backlog to even get any work done on the boat. So I've looked at a couple before. One of them was a tiller steer, and I don't want to fool with a tiller steer. So this one, um, man, it, it looks really good. Talked to the guy last night. He's the second owner. Uh, the boat has some provenance from the original owner, which is kind of neat. Um, and, you know, when I started looking at these things, I found out Jack Nicholas had owned a couple of them. So I wrote him a note and asked him about the boat, and uh, he actually wrote me a handwritten note back. No kidding. Wow. And, uh, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He owns, he goes, well, I like, I have Hell's Bays now. It's like, well, I'm thinking, of course you do. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm really stoked. I'm going to meet the guy at the boat ramp. We're going to take it for a ride, and, and uh, it's a really, it's a good p- price for, for what it is. It looks in phenomenal condition. He had the lower unit done on the motor last year, even though it's a 2003. And uh, garage kept, you know, it, it just looks. That's it looks beautiful. My boat, so it, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it, it's everything that it appears to be in a photo. So, uh, by the way, if you want to read a good Zane Gray book, Jeff, yes. Tales of Southern River. Tales of, Tales Southern, of River? Southern River? Yep. That's, uh, he took uh, like a one-year sabbatical back around the turn of the century, and they got on a riverboat, and they did all through the Keys and down through, um, you know, way south of uh, Sarasota and fished all those those mangroves and uh, part of the old um, the Everglades down there fishing for tarpon and just amazing stories. Uh, pictures in the book of them seeing orcas in the Gulf Stream off of uh, Key West. Huh. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, written like 1910. I don't doubt that. Oh, it's a great book. Yeah. Well, when, yeah, Rick, Rick look, when you when you buy the boat and you get it back and all that kind of stuff, you know, send us some pictures. Uh, we'd love to share it with everybody. To, I mean, because this is a very cool-looking classic boat, even though 
it uh, it's a it's an early two thousands model. It kind of looks even older than that because of all the teak and everything that's on. It looks cool, man. I, I, congratulations, that's way cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope uh, he wants to deal a little bit. No, nah, well, <laughs> you know, you never know. Cash is king, cash. man. <laughs> Yeah, that's well, that's that's it. You start peeling off hundreds, and people uh, they start thinking a little more. So yeah, and right, and, and these days, right now, you better make pocket. you better make sure that you bring all the cash because right now boats well, are kind of scarce. Yep, yep, yep. That's cool, yeah. Rick. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you have a good one. You too. Thank you, Rick. All right. Uh, speaking of boats, uh, hey, uh, guy at consignment boats sells sold four this week. Yes, and his boat lot uh, lot is looking a little thin. So if you're thinking about selling your boat, he can help any boat owner with selling their boat. So call contact Guy at 904-249-6225. Oh, by the way, he just sold Chip Wingo's boat. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Chip took it up. Chip said, dude, this guy's No problem. Oh, he said it was awesome. All right. Or you can awesome. go to their website, which is Jack's Boating, J-A-X Boating.com. The website is always open 24-7. The boat lot is open Monday through Saturday. And he wants everybody to know they always appreciate the customers, and they're always both they're here, here to help you sell whatever it may be, a center console, a bay boat, flats boat, even a deck boat, even a bow rider. They can handle it. Consignment boat sales. Again, jacksboating.com. And Top Gun, when we return right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. <laughs> Was, was that kind of odd? Yeah, it was. I, I thought it was. Did you find that kind of, I mean, me and Kirk are thinking the same thing. We're well, at a commercial break there, and Tyre Outlet is playing, and it's a jingle. Right. right. And it's a great jingle. Yes, right. it's a great Chris jingle. Chris is belting it out at the top of his lungs. <laughs> I mean. He loves that jingle. <laughs> I mean. Wholesale prices, premium sales. You know, there are some of them that, tire are, outlet. that are so bad. Oh, some of you them know, are terrible. You know, some of them are terrible. Yeah. That oh, one is really that good. That one's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It is pretty good. Yeah. And what was weird Sing along, I like music. Yeah, but I mean, do you like kind of cheap you're, you're like seriously belting it out? Yeah, I mean, top it was like your lungs. What in the world, man? I had headphones on, making my ears ring. Over I had to there, hear man. myself singing. I was Dang, like, damn, man. Gordon's food must have been really good. It was I mean, good. Chris Gordon, I saw you Chris are the slide man. out the door a minute ago. Maybe you went out there and burned some weed. Or something. <laughs> oh man, acting awfully weird over there. Uh-huh. A lot of stuff coming out of there. I love that jingle. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, righteous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's That's go. To, talking about there. Go talk to go. Top Gun this morning. What is it going on there? Hey, fellas. Morning, Top Gun. How y'all doing? Good, Top Gun. Hey, listen, y'all are starting to put so much pressure on me about my calls. <laughs> That I'm worried I might get a mental health issue and have to drop out of the competition. I didn't know it was a competition. I don't, I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get don't, it. Don't that's, stress, that's pretty good, Tom. Don't guy. stress yourself. Hey, listen. You boys always talking about some kind of shoe or something. Y'all hmm. rave about. What's that shoe called? Hey, dude. Hey, hey dudes. Yeah. Oh, man, they're oh, awesome. Yeah. The where do you get them? At Hagen and Coastal, Coastal Outfitters. Outfitters. And where is that? Everywhere. They, uh, the, the way they have Ace one. No, they're not everywhere. There's there's three of them right now, and there's going to be more coming online soon. Okay, but the I, the Mandarin Hagen Ace inside the, the Hagen Ace in Mandarin on San Jose Boulevard, 
just north of Julington Creek, also at Yulee, the Yulee Hagen Ace store, and then also at the Green Cove Springs Hagen Ace hardware store. They have a Hagen Coastal Outfitters in that one as well. And this is no joke, what? Top Gun. Go to the Mandarin store. That's, I mean, that that one, they got a huge selection. Jeff started shoes. Jeff started talking thank about you. them. And then. You thank you. Could, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You think you could get them to open one up in Mayport? <laughs> Uh, right next to the community center. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're spending yeah. twenty million dollars uh, on. The, hey, down hey, by the additional boat parking. Top Gun, seriously. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm wearing them right now, and yes. I, and I'm being I'm being dead serious here. It's the only thing I ever want to wear if I'm not either hunting where I'm wearing my boots, okay, or number two if I am working out wearing my tennis shoes. The only thing well, I want to wear. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna check them out because. Uh, I, I like uh, uh, Paul McCartney, is, is, and he I think he's connected with them. Yeah. Hey, with hey dude. Yeah, he had that hit song, Hey, Dude. He, he should be connected with them. Yeah. Yeah, just got yeah. on a pair of Hey, like, I was thinking about y'all the other day because I was channel surfing and stopped on the Nat Geo channel, and they were talking about different parts of the country that now have these contests and bounties on different animals. I don't remember the exact places, but one was coyotes and another place was pigs. And the one place I remember was the Everglades. And they have these contests to go after, you know, prize money, big prize money. And it showed these two guys in the Everglades and they were walking along in the about, you know, ankle-deep water with their boots on, and one of them goes, there's one, and he dives in this marsh and comes up with this uh, Burmese python (laughs) that was about 25 feet long. (laughs) And uh, I'm going, what the what? And he drives that thing out on the road there, dirt road, and they they got he had the biggest snake and they got thirty thousand dollars for that snake. What? Yeah, wow. because there's too many of them. They're, they're wiping out rabbits and all kind of stuff yeah. like that. So they have these contests and they give prize money uh, for for so many. Of yeah, the it's like a, like a round, like a roundup snake. You roundup boys kind of need thing. to get in on that. Oh yeah, I y'all could make chasing python. I'm the not a big snake guy, <laughs> yeah. man. I, yeah, I got a snake. I got a snake story for you, and this is seriously Top Gun. Uh, as I said, I was up in Georgia this past weekend and was spraying the food plots, getting them all ready. And, and there's one place in particular that I had planted. When you say give me a hard time about my food plots, I had one field that had oats and wheat that went to grain, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's dove in it. I mean, it's you know, I, I literally you could have harvested the seed. And it's snake heaven, dude. I made my last spin in mm-hmm. the field, and I caught movement leaving the field. And literally, it was moving bushes and grass. And I look over there, and it's the biggest freaking rattlesnake Ugh, I have oh ever goodness. seen. And, I, and, and, and I'm going to tell you, you guys remember the story. Mm. I was hunting with Parker back in South Carolina years ago, probably back in 04, 05, and I almost stepped on mm-hmm. the biggest rattlesnake I'd ever seen, and it made me go buy snake boots that day. Mm-hmm. 
This one was as big, if not bigger, and he was 10, 10 15 yards away. Mm-hmm. He was giant. He was the biggest rattlesnake I have ever laid my eyes on. Did you get him? Wow. No, I didn't have oh. I didn't have any firearm. Oh. And here's the thing. <laughs> if I had my pistol, pistol, I would have, you know, I, I got 15 rounds. Yeah. Tractor, I, I usually do, and I didn't have it God. with me that day. I hate them things. Giant. giant. They like there's some giant ones up there. Anyway. Yep. Just, yeah, I don't like snakes. Mm, Nasty. Or sharks. <laughs> well, there's plenty of those. Well, that, that's yeah. well documented. Hey, look here. These, these two hillbillies was driving down the road in their pickup truck, and they were drunk as skunks. And one of them on the passenger, one on the passenger side, looks inside the mirror, and he said, there's some lights are flashing way back behind us. And the guy driving says, look, he says, pick up two of them beer bottles, peel the label off the front of them, hand me one and you take one, and lick the back of it and stick it on your forehead. Kick all the <laughs> bottles up under the seat and let me do the talking. So they do that, and finally the cop catches up with him. He pulls them over and says, uh, you boys been drinking? And the uh, guy said, no, sir. And he said, well, you was doing a lot of swerving back there. You were all over the road. He takes that cop, takes out his flashlight, shines it in the car to see if he sees any bottles or anything. And he says, what in the world is that stuck on your head? And the guy says, oh, we're both alcoholics, but we don't drink anymore. We're on the patch. We're on the what? The patch. <laughs> 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 That's oh, fantastic. That was great. <laughs> I didn't follow that at all. <laughs> I had no idea where that was going. That was classic, going. That was let, let me do the talking. Let me. <laughs> We're on the patch. <laughs> oh, we'll let you. Uh, yeah. We'll let you just soak that up a little bit. We'll oh take a break. That was back great. to form. Back it, yeah. to form. <laughs> that was oh fantastic. my god! I totally made up for last week, <laughs> Top Gun. I'm proud of you, man. He's back I on need top. To try to proud of that. Yeah. I'm glad we put a little pressure on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey folks, uh, if you need a piece of equipment for any kind of thing that you need to get food plots ready or whatever, Coastal Equipment has the full line of Kubota products, and most importantly. They have all the land pride attachments to get your food plots ready as well. And if your grass has grown like crazy and you're tired of pushing that mower, they've got all the gravely zero turns. You cut your lawn in half the time as you used to. And they have all the steel power equipment as well. All at Coastal Equipment, two locations, one on Kings Road, New Kings Road, and the other one is in McClenny. Again, Coastal Equipment. Right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC show, GMC Outdoor Show, we will return. All right, Scotty. Jeez, <laughs> I, I sound like Scotty. <laughs> Top Guns got me all I laughing. I, I guess you're on the patch too. <laughs> Jeff Logovic, Captain Kirk Waltz, and yeah, Captain Kevin Favor, and we're all going to be on the patch before the end of the show. <laughs> St. Hatchie River Club. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is actually, in, it's almost the perfect time of year to go to St. Hatchie, in my opinion. Right about the time that some of the schools are going back. You're right. Is the perfect time. You're right. You're right. To go to St. Hatchie. Yeah. In St. Hatchie River Club because 
the traffic dies down. People are going back to school. They're not thinking about vacationing. Yep. You got the water to yourself. And Steenhatchee River Club is a short drive away and a piece of heaven. And I don't know this. Do, when, when does scallop season end? I don't know, but I know it's on right now. Okay, yeah, it, because it goes I'm, all I'm, the way to like September sometime, I uh, think. Okay, I, I don't know. That's why I I'll, ask. I will pull it up here. Yep, because mm. I know that they got started like June 15th. They got started early this year in Steenhatchee. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of curious um, how long you can still go over there. How do you pronounce it? What, Steenhatchee? Scallop. Oh, Scallop. Chris? Scallop. Not. Scallop. Scallop. No, Scallop. 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 It's an Scallop. O. It's, it's spelled with an A, but it's pronounced with an O. Scallop. We've well, always had this conversation. Who cares? Tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just well, saying. Dumb is said D-U-M, but it's spelled D-U-M-B, which is what you are because it's scallop. What? <laughs> Golly, man. He's on you, buddy. He, he is on you today, man. <laughs> All right, here's I, – I, pull, I pulled it up. I pulled it up, and Steenhatchee <laughs> falls in the – Falls in the uh, – <laughs> It's called the Fen Holloway Zone. Huh? Okay, I I didn't know that they had like like they have in the state of Florida. You have the Gulf County Zone, mm-hmm. which is over by Port Saint, Port Saint Joe, and then you have the Franklin Zone, which is Northwest Taylor County, that goes from essentially Franklin County over to Wakula County to Taylor County. Then you have the Fen Holloway, which has part of Taylor County. And that includes, uh, is that Doki Beach? Decky Beach? Hold on. <laughs> oh, you better get better that ch- one right. You buddy. better check your pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, here, here we go again. Here we go. My glasses on. Might be Dookie Beach. Who knows? Deckel. Deckel Beach. Deckel. Deckel. Deckel Beach, Keaton Beach, Steenhatchee, and Swanee are all in that that Fen Holloway zone. You know, you have a laptop right there in front of you. I know, but it's I mean, easier to do on my phone. Screen. Kirk, here's the thing. Yeah. The, the computers in the studio are like uh, ancient 400 years old and slower than hell. Well, that's my why phone I my own. is way faster than my so own anyway, laptop. Can you tell me when Labor Day, when is Labor, Labor Day? Day? Okay. Labor Day is the first weekend of, uh, of um, September. Okay. Well, that's when it ends. It ends on la- in Labor Day. Okay. So June 15th yep, June to Labor 15th. Day. I remember June 15th. Okay. Yeah, because uh, Steen Hatchie, it, it being in that zone, has one of the longest scallop seasons. And Labor Day is September 6th. Scallop. Okay. Yeah. How long is scallop season now? It goes until September 6th. Scallop. Okay. Scallop. Yeah, which, is, which is the first weekend of September. That's correct. Okay. Got it. So, yeah, and like, and like you said, because from now until then, it's probably a great time to go over Great there. time to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Because people are gearing up to go back to school. They're yeah. not thinking about vacationing. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I mean, at least the folks that are that, that are living here. I mean, there's people, I think, that are from up north that a lot of time, like, because the schools up north, they start typically right around Labor Day. Yes. So there's people are still vacationing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're we're you know, kids are getting ready to go back to school. What like the second week of August? Thing, man, I think St. Augustine is packed. God, oh my really? people! Oh, it's, oh, yeah, it's crazy! It's crazy, man. Kevin, I went down there. I, I actually had to come through. On, we were on when we were coming back from Orlando 
and the traffic got back. There was a big accident on 95, and so we ended up coming back through St. Augustine on US-1. Mm-hmm. And St. Augustine is just like, oh, my God. It is terrible. Wow. It, yeah, I mean, you guys know. I mean, I live by the airport, right? Mm-hmm. For me to go to Home Depot, which is, what, seven miles? Maybe. 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 It's 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, jeez. And, I, I mean, that's not an exaggeration. Scott Shank, you know, lives on – on the other side of St. Augustine, uh-huh. St. Augustine South, right? So when he comes to my house on Thursday evenings to do the, the radio show, he's got to leave it at like four thirty sometimes. Oh, jeez, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's it's you know you think even all on US one, huh? Even on US one. Oh, dude, US one is it's I just you can't even imagine. Drive down there sometime. Try to drive from the north side to the south side. It's it's nuts. Wow, it is it is crazy, crazy, crazy. You know, I, 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 you know, St. Augustine's always been a, a, a tourist attraction. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, but where it's gone in the last five years is well, I think also with the, with, the, with the pandemic, a lot of people have come to Florida because it's open. Oh, I agree. Oh, there are a lot people of people aren't on vacation, flying outside yeah. the country, and so they're taking trips in states. Well, and, and it, it also made National Geographic's best to do list. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean that's you know mm-hmm. so anyway, it is. It's 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 I am so glad that I live on the north side. Of by, by the way, just a couple couple comments before we go talk to uh, John. Yep. And we had some posts on our Facebook page this week that were were pretty cool. And uh one of them was uh, supporting our friends at the Two Titmice uh-huh. Foundation. That was very nice. I saw and, that. And uh, that was a, a little gathering. And th- th- for those that are wondering, in that picture, I'm in the middle. Parker is on my right. Okay, mm-hmm. Scott Parker, the potato farmer, that, that calls in our show and who always people know him from the show. Chef Gordon is on my left. Uh-huh. And doesn't Gordon look very sober right there? He does. <laughs> I don't think... We all don't look in very good shape right there. <laughs> and then we had another post. It's go time. Did you see the size of that boar I hog? did see that. Who who sent that? That's my neighbor. He's been on me and it, on him. It, it's on your property? But yeah, he's been back and forth between. That thing is giant. He's a giant. We can't get him. We we He had a brother. And, and, we, and, and generally speaking, they're solitary. Yes. You know, and they are smart. Yep. Those big jokers are smart. Well, we had we killed his brother. Okay. And his brother was just as smart, but he made one mistake, and we got him. And he's been tearing up, and, and not him, but there's been some other pigs in the area that are doing some damage, and it's you can see the pictures. And, man, they, they damage stuff in no time flat. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people down there at Nocatee see them every now and again, and they can come into their yard and tear it up in no time flat. Yep. The other cool post that we had, which was we shared a post that the Beaches Museum did, and it was essentially some old pictures from Atlantic Boulevard, which used to be called used to be called Beach Road mm-hmm. back in the day, and that opened up, I think it was in 1910, early 1900s. I mean, that's a long time ago, yeah, and the pictures picture. on it are cool. The interesting thing, folks, you got to read this little short article because they talk about how this road looked and what it was like, and the most amazing thing to me was is that when they talk about how long it took for them to go from one end of it to the other. So it said, uh, it said during construction in 1908, just to read a quick little snippet, and you can read the whole thing on our Facebook page. It says, during construction in 1908, work had progressed to the point that an autom- automobile made the trip from South Jacksonville to Pablo Beach in an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
Well, you know, I remember Malcolm Jones, you know, the Skinners, uh-huh. the Skinner family that that had the Skinner farm over there off of Butler Boulevard, mm-hmm. which was right next yep. to the Hodge piece that ran into D-Dot Ranch. And I remember Malcolm telling me that his grandfather would tell them, the grandfather would tell them that it would take them a whole day to ride from the property, the farm there, all the way to Atlantic Boulevard. All day. That's a while. That's amazing. On a horseback. Isn't it? Yeah. On a horse. Yeah. Crazy. You know. And then on our uh, welcome to the Nunek Family of Dealerships Outdoor Show, the the bugs bug season is in. It is in. Which uh, people are saying, what do you mean bug season? We're not talking just about the mosquitoes and all that. We'll get to that here in just a minute. But uh, lobster season mm-hmm. has been going on. It's got some cool pictures of that. Uh, so uh, when you get a chance, uh, hang out with our Facebook page during the course of the week. We always try to find some interesting things to share. And you can share things with us by messaging us on Facebook, and then we can share. Yeah, we have some good questions you, well. you made me aware of. Um, and and the, the one was uh, the gentleman was going to charter a boat in South Florida mm-hmm. and was just asking, you know. And that was uh, Trey yeah. had the question was asking about, Standard tipping etiquette with a charter captain, mm-hmm. and he said it's twenty percent, kind of the the standard, and and you responded to that and said uh, it's absolutely fair so and standard I, if you enjoyed your trip. Yeah, I, and I had to do a little math, you know. Okay, what what what, what do I normally get for mm-hmm. my trip? So I was like, you know what, it's about twenty percent. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. So good question. You can always ask us a question anytime, even if you are having a hard time figuring out how to. Get the outdoor show on Spotify podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. you, yeah, just fire away. We can handle it right here on the. <laughs> so anyway, let's take a break. We yep. come back. We're going to do a ring power cat tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the ring power cat tip of the week. Ring power has the best fleet in the industry. It's young, it works, it's dependable, it's reliable, it works when you need it, and that's the thing that makes the big difference and, 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 between and, Ring Power and other rental places. And, and the guys that rent those machines and sell those machines, they know those machines, bro. I mean, I, I have them on my boat all the time, mm-hmm. and just sitting there listening to them talk to their clients, because they bring clients, mm-hmm. and they... They start talking about stuff. I'm like, I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. They start talking Greek? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) There is a really cool documentary, too, that's been on the History Channel about how they started the first tractor and how they started the beginning of Caterpillar. Mm -hmm. That is cool. Really? It is unreal. Yeah, Machines That Built America. And it's awesome. They they start out with a very rudimentary. Where'd you would you see that at? It I'd was like on to, the History Channel. Okay, I'd like to see. Wonder if yeah, that built on America. They, they talk about all the the big shakers and movers: Caterpillar, Ford, yeah, um, Deer, whatever. Uh, uh, no, actually, it was uh, Cat. Well, Cat's like right Macintosh or something like that. The beginning of the first tractors. Okay. And then they talk about Boeing. You know, the guys that built uh, airplanes. We yeah. were we were um, slow trolling. Oh, anyway, let's do the ring power tip of the week, and I'll tell you a story. Yeah, we, we, we got we got sidetrack. Well, we mentioned it earlier, and uh, uh, we've had an, a crazy amount of rain here in Jacksonville this year. Same thing up in Georgia. Yeah, southeast has hit hard. And I'm just telling you, uh, when we get uh, the, the rain like we've had, how many inches rain did you have earlier this week at your house, Kevin? I had eight inches in, in a day and a half. <laughs> Jeez. Your yard looks like a lake. <laughs> 
Well, he's crazy. Ke- Kevin was swimming laps around his house earlier this week. Well, a couple days later, the mosquitoes just said, hey, we're yeah. here. Yeah, and if you have standing water, you need to dump it if you see uh, it. The only, the only saving grace about it was <laughs> is that it created tadpoles. And, oh. and, and so I had, you know, Macy Singing frogs. At, at Macy at the house all, all week. Mm. And uh, we so catching it, tadpoles all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. a ball. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. So I, I, what's going to happen I, I, is you're going to have an abundance of yes. mosquitoes. Oh, buddy. And I found this stuff years ago in Ben's, B E N apostrophe S. Mm-hmm. It is the best mosquito bug spray. Ticks. Awesome, because I'm mean, going to the property tomorrow for three days. This this will be right in the, right in the tractor. You are gonna need it. Yep. I mean, when we used to go into Turkey Woods before <laughs> thermocells, you know, bug spray was so important. You can't use it deer hunting because deer will smell it and you're right. you're dead. But for working in the yard or going out in the boat, I mean, I always keep a, a tube of this in the backpack in the boat, mm-hmm. and I keep a couple of them in the truck. And by far, for five ninety nine, you can get this at Strike Zone. It's thirty percent deep. It's good repellent for ticks and and mosquitoes, and actually will deter the yellow flies too. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Well, the one the one tip I would also add to that, uh, because on uh, the on the tractor this past weekend and early part of the week, and I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. You know, I've got I uh, try to protect myself from the bugs and then also from the sun when I can. And so, you know, mowing the grass, got the long sleeves on, trying to keep the bugs off, et cetera. When you, when you, when you spray this Ben spray or your mosquito spray, spray a couple squirts over your shoulders because right there where your scapula touches the shirt, yep. them little suckers find that spot. Why is it that they find that spot? I don't know, do. but, man, I'm they telling you. you can't reach them back there. Oh, I mean, you can't. You can't you're trying to squeeze out. your shoulders. You can pull that back there and you get that arm up there. You can't get the middle of your <laughs> After back, man. two days of spraying up in Georgia last weekend, I, I and I had gotten zapped on them spots so many times. and. And I've been, you know, I've been spraying that stuff mm-hmm. on my back, and it just didn't stop them. The stuff that I had, I didn't have bends, you know. So I wish I had it. But I took my shirt off and turned around, and looked in the mirror. And I'm like, God, all I, kind of welts. Oh yeah, oh, I mean, it looked that. like I got pimples all over. You know, I'm back <laughs> to being a teenager again across my my scapula blades in the back. Not good. Those doggone Zapped. tiger mosquitoes. They are. Yeah. Brutal. They fly too, man. They keep up with that tractor. I was like thinking, I'll outrun them in the tractor. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> like, ah. And you're like, you're pulling on your shirt. It's, damn it. it. You know, it, for, for, you can kill the music, Chris. That's your ring power tip of the week. But for such a, an unbelievably beautiful place, it is, it's, it's miserable in middle Georgia in July and August. I'm sorry. It just is. I mean, it's, you know, I'm going up there tomorrow. And I will enjoy it, but I mean, it's it's it, it, it's it's man. I mean, you you, I can't imagine like being a, a lawn guy up there. I mean, I, I know it's hot here, and, and our you know, God bless them. This week, if you were mowing lawns for a living, it had to be brutal. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, but up there, it's just different, man. There's no wind, Mm-mm. you know, and it, it it's a hundred. Yeah, you know, it's it's. They actually have. Uh, we were thinking about going up this weekend and we still may and uh, when we were thinking about it we were like all right well let's take a look at the weather and you know so we <laughs> pull up the weather you're there to sit in the air conditioning and you can do that at home yeah uh, pull up the weather and, and all of a sudden you see that little red little button uh-huh. that says advisory 
And so, you know, we're looking at the advisory, and the advisory says, uh, heat advisory remains in effect from 11 a.m. this morning until to, uh, this evening at 8 p.m. Heat in- index values up to 107 expected. <laughs> it's like, oh. Uh, it's a little hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the, par- the hard part, it's not just the heat, it's the humidity. Yeah, it's 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 a, and and, and it's the bugs. Like I said, there's no oh, the wind. Heat, heat the bugs. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like it's 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 miserable. Hey, by the way, did you know that uh, there's something exciting going to be happening up in Georgia next Friday? Nope. Some breaking news. Okay. Okay. okay my buddy Ed. Uh-huh. Okay, his son is bringing the skunks. No. <laughs> Ed's been trapping skunks up in really? West By God, Virginia. He's got a skunk problem where he's at. Yeah, really? And part of the problem is he's doing catch and release. I just, you know, you got to start doing the other way. Right. So, I don't know. I anyway. hate killing So them. are they, uh, it, it's not, I really the baseball team's coming to The baseball Georgia? team, his, his son, Ben, double deuce, okay? Ed wore 22 when we grew up in baseball forever. And he wore 22 in high school. So his son is now wearing... 22. He's the, he's the right. new double deuce. Okay. Well, his son is on the Little League baseball team in Jefferson County, West By God, Virginia. They are the state champions. Congratulations to them. Very cool. Well, now they advance because, you, you know, it's on the way to, what is it, Omaha for the Little League World Series. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So, but first you have to go through the regionals. The regionals. Yep. Well, Warner Robins is one of the region headquarters. Okay. So Jefferson County, by God, West Virginia, is playing next Friday, this coming Friday, in Warner Robins. I'll be there. Oh, that's cool. I got got to check that out. Yeah, absolutely. I I think Gordon and... And I make a little road trip? and wife, yeah, I think we're gonna make a little road trip. And how far is that from your? Get our cowbells and pom poms and cheer <laughs> on Jefferson County. About an hour and ten minutes. Okay. To Warner Robins, yeah. not bad. Yeah. You know, so that'd be cool, man. I I just I used to love baseball. I mean, love baseball as a kid, and and yeah. to to have that. I mean, we never advanced like that. But I mean, to have that opportunity. Yeah, I think we were we were closer to like the bad news bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but. I think they're playing a team from South Carolina. Okay. On Friday, and then you know you just you keep winning, you keep advancing. Yeah. And, so and and how old? How old is Ben? I you know, I, I have to exactly find out. He's right around Taylor's age, probably eleven or twelve. Okay. Somewhere right around yeah. that, you yeah. know. So, but anyway, and they they've got a kid on their team that I swear to you, when he rolls up into Warner Robins, they're going to be asking for a birth certificate. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen pictures. <laughs> Kirk, this kid, big. Oh my God! You know how you always had that kid, you yeah. know, that you grew up with, and uh-huh. you're like, "His mom and daddy lied on his yeah. on his form." <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got one of them. The beard. Yeah, he's like shaving already at <laughs> yeah. thirteen. You yeah. know, yeah. no peach fuzz. He just yeah. went right to the yeah. hair. <laughs> this kid, son, you already got hair under your armpits. Oh, it's been there for years, Dad. <laughs> Since I was seven, they got they got they got one of them on their team. Sheesh. Yeah, he's big kid, and he's really good. Mm. Yeah, he's really good. So anyway. Uh, we'll keep you up to date yeah. on that. So uh, let's take a break. We come back. We'll talk to Ray. He's got a bottom fishing question. And Linda is fishing off her dock. We'll t- take them right after this right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show.
Lots of ZZ Top today. Dusty Hill, the bassist for ZZ Top, has gone to the big concert in the sky. Passed away. May he rest in peace. Had a little jam session up there with Jimmy and Stevie and a lot of other folks up yeah. there. A lot of them went way too <laughs> It's a too big soon. band. Big, Albert King. Big, big gathering up there. Anyway, let's go to the phone lines. Let's uh, let's bring up Linda. She's fishing off her dock. Morning, Linda. Good morning. Need some advice. I have some grandkids in their age range seven to nine. Uh huh. Have a dock off Fleming Island on the St. John's. Okay. How can we? How can they catch any fish? Um, I, got, I got a really good tip for you. Yeah. Get some. Get some shrimp. Okay. Take Fre- them in the fresh kitchen house. Live shrimp. Fre- if you can fre- get I, You don't even need to do that. If I was you, just go to the seafood market and buy some fresh dead shrimp. Yeah. Don't don't buy the frozen dead bait shrimp that right. you can get at a bait shop, right. Linda. Uh-huh. Buy the stuff that you would eat, and if you can buy like local Mayport shrimp, because you can probably get it at Fisherman's Dock or wherever. Right. And uh, if you'll eat it, then that's the stuff to be using for what Kirk is talking about here. So take some of it and take it in the kitchen, put it on a cutting board, take take half of it, okay. and chop it up in little bitty pieces and put it in a Ziploc bag. And what you need to do is go out and seed the area around the dock because there's got to be pinfish and mango ch- snappers chum and chum them up, get them all fired up, and then just take them down there with little bitty hooks, and they'll catch – Pinfish, they'll catch mango snappers, probably catch little reds. Who knows what else will be in there? Yeah. Stripers, yeah. flounder. How far ahead do I have to chum? I would start. Are they coming in soon, or are they already there? I can invite them over. You know, I so. would, I would, I would do it for a day. Okay. And then the next day, do it again, and then let them go fish it. So for two days, sort of. Yep. Yeah, I would. and, and yeah. here's the thing: you don't have to chum it up if yeah, you, don't you don't want to. Yeah. You can just go out to the end of the dock and use this fresh shrimp that we're talking about, and and put right. it on what we call like a little fish finder rig, which is, uh, uh, and if you go online, you look, you'll see it's a it's a fishing rod, and then you tie, put a weight on it, and then you got a swivel, and then you got about a a foot long piece of floor carbon, and then what size hook? Oh, I'd use a small hook. Yeah, well, like a number one. Like, like a, a number, number one. one. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. a number one, and yep. you just put a little piece of fresh dead shrimp on it, cast it out. You know, a lot of people, the first thing they want to do when they dock fish is they throw it out away from the dock. Right. Right. And sometimes that's good, Linda, because sometimes there's shell bars like a short cast off of a dock, but you have docks that are next to you too. Cast towards them because fish like shade and structure. Mm-hmm. And if and if I was if it was so me, you might catch fish off your neighbor's. I dock. would get quarter ounce split shot, and just a hook. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, quarter split ounce. shot will be totally fine. Just a quarter ounce split shot, and just that way, just tie the hook right on the line. Put the split shot about six inches above the hook. Yep, and just flip it out. Throw it out and let it sit there. Yep, okay. and let each. I don't catch... have any docks near me, so but so maybe under the dock or my dock. Or yeah, no, you're... I mean you can, but usually when you walk on it, you can spook it a little bit. But yeah. a lot of times with the docks in the St. Johns River. There's uh, and you're off of Fleming Island, right. and you're Fleming Island on the main part of the river. Yes. Okay. There's a shell bar that's not that far off of the docks that you can sometimes cast to. And and here's the other thing: um, how far are you, are you north or south of Club Continental? Uh, south, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, if you ever had access to a boat, man, one of the best places to fish in the world is right off Club Continental in about 17 feet of water. You can catch all you want like yeah. that. But she'll probably still catch fish off the dock. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, too. 
make sure you've got a good set of pliers and hookouts mm-hmm. uh-huh. because stingrays out there. Yeah, you stingrays, Crabs. catfish and stuff, and you do not want to get stuck nope. by yeah. one of them. Don't don't touch the stingrays. Don't touch the catfish. Just cut the nope. line and tie a new hook on there. Yep. yep. Yeah, I, I had experience with catfish in the past. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, guys, Linda, I appreciate it. You said you had experience. Have you ever noodled? No. Good no. <laughs> Not that kind of catfish. Okay. <laughs> Just Thank checking. You. Thank you, Linda. Thanks, Linda. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, let's go talk to Ray. He's got a bottom fishing question. Good morning, Ray. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, always enjoy the show. Uh, I was listening a little bit earlier, and I think Kevin was talking about maybe uh, – some clients he's taken out recently in mm-hmm. the last week or so, and uh, he's he talking talk- about taking Prosser out, bottom yep. fishing. Prosser. Yeah, oh, Surly oh, oh. Prosser. Okay, that's that's funny. But but uh, he had mentioned catching uh, maybe some kings and then doing some bottom yep. fishing. And I haven't been out in quite a while, but I just took I took the entire family to the Keys about a week and a half ago or so, two weeks ago, and uh, that got me fired up to start back. I. I was wondering what depth you might recommend for the bottom fishing uh, for near shore or offshore. Uh, most of what Kirk and I fish is anywhere from 50 to 70 feet. Okay. You know, and that's, okay. that's. Um, I mean, I, I know Kirk's got plenty of numbers five, six miles offshore. Um, I've, I've got, I've got plenty of numbers six to eight miles offshore. And you know, you know what's so funny is, is like during, during snapper season, you know, I watch these guys go, I don't know, 35, 40, 50 miles. And I mean, literally, if, if I wanted to fish snapper season, I wouldn't have to go very far. But I don't do it simply for the fact that I, there's so many people out there that they're, they're going to see me. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, you don't, you know, the, and, and the, look, if you just, it, it's, it's, it's a typical pattern this time of year. That's why I always have the bottom rods on the boat. Is that the kingfish will bite early morning, and and they'll bite, bite, bite till about nine thirty, maybe ten o'clock, maybe not even that late, and then and then they it just it just backs off. Um, but then you, you know you can you can take the bottom rods and, and catch snapper, sea bass. I've caught cobia. I've caught cobia this week. You know, so yeah, yeah it's it's, yeah. it's 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 been good. Yeah, that sounds that sounds great. I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank no you. problem. Thank you, Ray. Okay. You guys. See you. All right, now it's time for this is going to be created a little bit of a debate too because it's the Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Oh, we're debating. Well, it's, there's going to be a little debate here. Oh. Okay, Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products and uh, projects. And all you got to do is go to KirbyCoBuilders.com to learn more. So, this week's tip comes from Chef Gordon, oh. who made our breakfast. Uh-huh. And this is a linguine and clam recipe. I am a huge fan of linguine and white clam sauce. Huge fan. Okay. Okay. And this is an easy recipe that uh, that Gordon has, and it's all on our Facebook page. How do you eat the shells? How do you, well, you don't eat shells. <laughs> uh, get the boil, uh, water boiling for the pasta, the linguine or the spaghetti. Cook until about three-quarters done. A little olive oil in a pan. A couple spoons of minced garlic. Saute on medium-low heat for a few minutes. Uh, don't put garlic in a hot pan. Pour in some dry white wine. Sauvignon Blanc is best. Uh, if you don't know what that is, uh, ask somebody that knows. Throw clams in. Turn heat on high. Cover and steam till clams open. About three minutes or so. Drain the pasta. Save a cup of water. 
add some chopped parsley, and then you throw the pasta in with about two to three tablespoons of butter with the clams and all that stuff, and then you stir it frequently. It takes about 20 minutes. And if you cook the clams whole, be sure to purge them or it will be gritty from the sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got to do that. So explain to people what that what is. What you got to do is take the clams, make sure they're, they're good clams, because if you go to buy them at the seafood market, you want to make sure that they're not popped open. They're closed. They've been, they're closed and they've been kept in ice. You take them home, what you do is you just take a big pot of water, nice cold water, right out of the spigot, and open the bag up and dump all the clams in there and let them sit in there for a couple of hours. That's purging them. Yep. What happens is they actually open back up, and when they open up, they suck in that clean, fresh water. And, and spit out spit the that, sand. Spit, sit that, spit that gritty, sandy water out. And you don't want to have grit no. in your linguine no. white clam. Oh, no. Okay, no. Now he, here's okay. where the debate starts. Okay. Forever... There has been the the piece of information that's been out there, especially when it comes to oysters and, and clams as a shellfish like an oyster, that you do not eat oysters unless it has unless it's a month which has a letter R. So you go to the fall, September, mm-hmm. okay, October. They all have R's, and then you come all the way through to the spring. And then once you get into May, there's no R's. May, June, July, mm-hmm. August. So they the old wives tale or the old story goes don't eat shellfish unless there's a, a month with the letter r and that's all due to water temperature well it's it's we're in we're in july soon to be august mm-hmm. now would you eat oysters or would you eat clams I, I, right now no I, I wouldn't eat oysters right now would you eat clams what's the difference i don't eat much clams. well anyway, most I'll of the it. clams that we see yeah. are farm raised yeah you're, you know, these little small uh, Ipswich clams, little cherry stones, those are farm-raised clams, and they're in a controlled environment. Not the same. Okay. Um, a lot of the oysters are from wild-caught, and there's a lot of bacteria in the water when the water's warm. Yeah, as a matter of fact, they won't let you harvest oysters, even commercially or recreationally, until the water temperature gets to a certain temperature. Right. Okay. June, July, and yeah. August are a bad time to yeah. harvest oysters. Well, they're not. They're, it's, it's illegal. I mean, you, yeah. can't, you can't harvest oysters right now. Nice I mean, water's I mean, hot. Uh, yeah. It's hot, and there's a lot of bacteria in the yeah. water, you know, and that's just not a good idea. Okay. Oysters will make you sick. I, that's why I was kind of curious, is because, I mean, you always heard that about oysters. Do, mm-hmm. do, you, do you carry that same train of thought over to clams, but you're saying that with farm-raised clams, it, it doesn't apply. No, no, you okay. don't see that problem. And can, a lot of these clams, I, and that you're I've seeing, never heard of it with clams. I, I, that's that's a great question. Yeah. These yeah. clams are coming from way out of the north, right? I mean, they're coming from places up near Boston, Massachusetts, where they have these clam farms, and the water's freaking. It's summertime up there, and the water's sixty degrees. Right, right. It's cold. Yeah, you know. I, I love one of my favorite things on the planet is linguine white clam mm-hmm. on pasta. One of the other favorite things that I have, I love fried clams. Oh, me too. Cherry, st- fresh batch of cherry stones. Steamed. Man, are you kidding me? Oh, <laughs> you give me some fried clams and some fried shrimp. I'm all and over some it. really good cocktail sauce that has a ton of horseradish in it. And then find a couch and totally <laughs> crush it. Totally. Anyway, all right. Just wanted to bring that up. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Chris. He's got a fishing question. And you nine zero four. Six four one ten ten right here on the Nimdek Buick GMC Outdoor Show. She got legs. She know how to use them. 
Stack M Storage, folks. If you need a little place to get your boat trailer because you're not allowed to have it at home or you just want to put it somewhere where it's going to get taken care of, Stack M Storage does a great job because they store it, they take care of it, and when you need it, they bring it. Mm-hmm. So you can get your yard decluttered from trailers and, and also get uh, your tires out of the sun. Yep. They're storing it. I mean, what what better, more could you ask for than that? So let's go to our homepage of OutdoorShow.com. Two S's back-to-back. Scroll down to the bottom of the page and then just click on the Stack M Storage link to learn more. All right, let's go to the phone lines. And Chris, not our producer, but Chris is calling in. He's got a fishing question. Good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning. I just have a little question about fishing. Uh huh. Sure, Chris. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, how, how do you fish? Well, <laughs> sounds like he's a little Scottish he's English there. Smart. You know? I'm sorry, Chris. Smarty pants. <laughs> good morning, the real Chris. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good. good. Thank you. You know, with the luck I've had lately, I sound kind of like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, uh, listen, thanks for taking my call. I, I just got a question for you. I'm going to run over Steen Hatchy. I'm going to do some more scalloping, which, by the way, we tore them up last time we were there in case awesome. anybody's curious. Uh, I'm going to try and do some grouper fishing one day. And I'm just wondering, I don't have a lot of luck catching pinfish in a trap, and, and none of the marinas seem to have any. I was thinking about chumming them up and trying to uh, – a net them over and then just put them in a live well overnight. You guys ever had any luck doing that on the grass flats? No, but I mean, I know I've talked to Brian Dufek a couple times about it, and they they go over there and they troll those doggone stretch. What is it? Rapalas. Rapalas, man. Yeah. Magnum Rapalas. Yeah. There you go. And catch them with those darn things. Have you ever done that? I've never done that. I thought that was a cool a cool weather type thing when they came in a little closer. I've never tried to do that before. I've got some, but I've never done it. Yeah, I've done it. I've done it one time and this was years ago. Uh, we did it out of Cedar key and, um, it was fun. And, and, and I, I believe that you are correct that, uh, it was, it was a cooler month. It was an October, November type deal, but you and know, I, I, I take that back. I did it one time. I was in Bimini. We took the boat over to Bimini back 15 years ago. And I was I trolled a couple of plugs and didn't realize. I looked back; I had no line left on the rod. I yeah. must have. I must have hit a coral head. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. If if you want to catch the pinfish like you're talking about, um, one of the best ways to catch pinfish is with a sabiki rig. I've heard that. I yeah. was thinking it would be castle in that grass, though. Uh no, I wouldn't think. Yeah, I mean, I've I've, I've fished over. You know, you might get hung up a little bit here and there. But yeah, but you can find spots where they're a little, yeah, the little sandy spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I I would, you know, um, I mean that way you really wouldn't even have to chum them up. I think that you what uh, number six, number six. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, number number six sabiki rig. I mean, I catch pinfish on sabiki rigs all the time. So, um, I would I would certainly certainly give that a try. I'll certainly have them on the boat. I'll give them a try. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious if you've ever done it or not. Yep. Yep. No, I've, I've never thrown, you know, obviously the, the fishing over there is, is totally unique to us. Um, we, we, I, I did grow up fishing over there, but all we did was throw artificials um, and never tried to catch pinfish. Okay. Pin, pinfish traps, just real quick. Uh, and, and it's just a question for all of you. And Chris, you as well. I've never used pinfish traps. So when you, when you, and, and you can buy them. I'm sure locally you can buy them over yeah. there. When you set a trap, do you have to have a float to it? What do you use inside the trap to attract pinfish? How does that work? 
I mean, I, I've never. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know. Have I, no idea. Sure, I, 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 I never we, use one. Yeah, you got we, we used to do it. We used to do it out of Van Cloak Key down uh, near uh, Tarpon Springs when my uncle was still alive, and and we would put either uh, cigar minnows, or sardines, or maybe mm-hmm. a uh, break off a piece of a chum block. And he had this real thin wire trap, and it would catch the heck out of the pinfish. I've got one that's a big plastic coated wire trap, and I'll tell you what. I think it's got some kind of fish sign on it that says "Stay away" because they don't come do it at all. Huh. Huh. That is interesting. Yeah, but his trap used to catch the heck out of them, and uh, we, you know, of course, we have a float. You go out there the night before and hope somebody doesn't steal it. That's the big thing. Have you ever tried using Boston mackerel over there? No, but I might try it next week since you brought that up. That's I would do idea. that. So. I, I'm just telling you, 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 you. You're talking about for grouper bait. Grouper bait. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, uh, offshore here for snapper and grouper, you get oh, some yeah. good quality Boston mackerel. You know, have you a couple boxes of it? I think you yeah. might be surprised. That's money. Money. You're right. That's a good. That's a good idea. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Of course, I got to play the the game of what side of the river I come into because that's the split between Dixie and Taylor County, and you can't. The gag grouper and Taylor, but you can keep it in Dixie. So, gotta make sure I put it in the right boat ramp. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a true story. They got that four county area that has a special grouper season, and it goes from Taylor up to Wakula, I think it is. Okay. And the Steen River is the split of the county line. I called FWC yesterday and said, I want to make sure I understand this because I don't want to get myself in any trouble. Right. Sure enough. <laughs> so, anyways, hey. Thanks, buddy. Guys, I enjoy listening to your show. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chris, and uh, give us a report. Yeah, absolutely. Good I'll luck. Thank you. I, I mean, that, that would be kind of like fishing for Nadina, right? For Georgia, yeah, Florida, you're right on the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you you got. I mean, you got to know where you're launching at. Yeah. and know what the regs are. I mean, Cumberland Islands, right there. And if you get checked on the water, and you're on the Georgia side, you better be adhering to the Georgia regs. Yeah. But if you return to a Florida boat ramp, right. you that. better have had a, you better adhere, not have five redfish. You better have your <laughs> your, are, your Florida well, limits. I think it's sixteen on the to, boat. Sixteen inches of what is it in, in Georgia? Sixteen to twenty one? Something to, something, it's something weird. I yeah. think it's sixteen to twenty three. Okay. And there's I think it's five Five per. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, it's, it's different. very different. It's different. And, like, and like I said, if you're up there on the state line, if you're in Georgia waters and you launch from a Florida ramp, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You, you, well, it doesn't matter that you, since you are in Georgia waters, you have to be adhering to their rules. Yeah. But if you take their rules and try to keep the fish according to their rules back to a Florida ramp, uh-uh. you, get no, bu- no. you get busted. <laughs> So I mean, it's kind of weird. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. like you oh, know, yeah. yeah, you know, how? Do, what do you do? Yeah, it's, well, four, it's, it's fourteen it, to twenty-three inches. Fourteen Five. to twenty-three. Okay, fourteen yep. to twenty-three. And what is, in Florida's eighteen to twenty-seven. 27. Two. two. Yep. So, so and, you, and you can keep five fish in Georgia. So I mean, wait a minute. Say so. What's Georgia rate again? Georgia is five per person, fourteen huh? to twenty-three inch slot. Okay, let's say so. You can't leave from a Florida ramp, and if you're on Florida water or in Georgia waters, you can't have. One of those uh, oversized for the Georgia regs, right? Florida fish. It's it's, it's you got to be careful. Yep. You better uh, pay uh, attention to both. Absolutely. Yeah. No so, question. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a break. A little hey, early. I, well, I tell you what. I have a quick question. Yes. So that can take us kind of to the break. Um, I I sent you guys a picture not too long ago of 
a doe that uh, came out of the swampland behind my house mm-hmm. and was just like chomping on grass, right? Well, uh, this week, two fawns were out in the backyard. Spotted fawns? Uh, one was spotted. Okay. And the other was smaller, and and the fur was still kind of like dark and kind of clumped, like looked kind of wet. Like maybe just born? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Could yeah, have been? Yeah. And um, you know, it was just maybe coming out of that just born kind of phase. Well, anyway, uh, I di- didn't see the mama, but I'm sure the mama was around. Um, but I, I want to feed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should I feed them, and uh, what else is going to try to eat whatever I feed them? Well, you're one of well. You first of all, you can't feed the little ones; they want milk. Well, I, well, but that well, they were. I mean, they were They're eating the, grass. The, yeah, the yeah, they'll eat corn. Yeah, the one was they'll was munching on everything it could find. Yeah, just remember one thing, Chris: when you put corn out to feed the deer, you know what that brings in? That's what I'm asking about. Snakes. <laughs> yes, sir, it does. And, because snakes, and rats. snakes protect the corn pile. Well, snakes go to the corn pile because they know that birds and yeah, exactly. mice and yep, yep. rats. Squirrels. I mean, I, I remember in Fargo, my first experience with, with that, for the most part, was we had a grain bin that we would fill up with corn. Well, one year, they, we, they bought so, Mr. Bill bought so much that he, we actually made a temporary pen. It was out of plywood, like a four-by-four four mm-hmm. little area that we, we made a pen to put extra corn in okay we'd go out there first light you know and you'd fill up a five gallon bucket of corn or whatever and so you take it on your way to stand you might corn up a couple other your stands or somebody else's stands or everybody's stands depending on whose job it was for that day and so out there at dark and i'm loading up the corn and all of a sudden there's a big uh uh two giant snakes in the corn Ugh. And thank goodness there was just enough light that I had seen them mm-hmm. and against the backdrop of the yellow corn to where I was like, whoa. And then I went and turned the light on and had to shoo them away. But, yeah, they were in were there. Were big rat snakes? No, one of them was a moccasin. Oh, no See, way. yeah, that's – You shooed away a moccasin? Oh, dude, I was like – I didn't want to shoot, <laughs> you know, which was my first instinct yeah. to shoot it. yeah. But, I mean, you know, Fargo, I mean, you can walk two steps. You'd be, you'd be dry where you are, but walk two steps and be in the wet. Yeah. You know, because how low Fargo is, yeah. Kirk, you're up there yeah. all the time. I like mean, swamp. moccasins are everywhere. Yeah, they are. Up there in Fargo. Everywhere so in my backyard. Chris, you might try salt licks. Yeah, okay. salt licks would be good. Mineral licks. licks. Salt, mineral licks. Get a couple of them and just pitch them back there. Yeah, yeah they, they have something, things. Chris, called a trophy rock. You yeah. can buy it at Tractor Supply. Okay. And it's like a, a mineral it looks like a big rock, and it's and it's actually much better for the deer than than corn. Yeah, yeah, and you can and to help them find it, you can take maybe a bag of corn and dump it around the mineral rock, and then mm-hmm. once they take a lick of that rock, they know what it is. Mm. They'll they'll be happy. Yep, and you're yeah. good. Oh yeah, but uh-huh. yeah, I mean, c- consistently putting corn out, and I know you're not very f- a big big fan of snakes. So yeah, you don't want to do that. Correct. <laughs> okay. But I do have snake boots now. So well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That, that's good. So, uh, yeah. So now I'm not. Now I'm not so petrified. All right, I'm still petrified. Take a break, Dale. Take a break. Nine zero four six four one. I'm out looking for snakes right now. Ten ten, and I uh, just want to remind everybody that look, uh, if you need a little bit of home improvement work done, Travis. Mm-hmm. And what's his number? Five one zero forty twenty. Nine zero four. I have that memorized now. Five one zero forty twenty, and Travis TS Home Renovation. 
can handle everything, including fiberglass work. Yeah, absolutely. You can do fiberglass work. It does beautiful fiberglass Crazy. work. Crazy. Yep. And uh, when we come back, uh, we'll do an updated weather and updated tides right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Tell you how many times I rode around oh. in a car listening oh. to this music. What, what, what year is this, Chris? Oh, gosh. No, no. This is this is from Eliminator. This is... uh Yeah, this is like 84. Four eighty-five. Oh, yeah, this, this was right when I was in the my, heyday, man. my heyday of <laughs> Parkview High School. This screams Camaro. Uh, yes. Yeah. This was a 1978 International Scout homemade speaker boxes <laughs> in the back seat. <laughs> yes, sir. That's funny. A school bus, kind of yellow with a white rally stripe going down the side and had thrush hush mufflers on the back. <laughs> Duels. Oh, yeah. Yep, and you're talking about that video. Cruising around the mall. Yep, you're talking about the video with, uh, yeah, those, those guys no, with talking the fuzzy about guitars and, <laughs> yeah. and, those, and those girls. Everybody's oh, looking for a sharp-dressed man. I wasn't sharp-dressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the phone lines. Kenny wants to uh, thank us for something. Uh, let's find out. Good morning, Kenny. Hey, I'm glad you all had that discussion about launching at certain ramps and certain waters. Uh-huh. Because me and a buddy of mine have been breaking the law for twenty years and didn't know it. Okay, we, law uh, we put in we put we put in in Georgia and go to Florida waters because I don't have a Georgia fishing license, but we're keeping fish under Florida law and not Georgia law. Yeah, and we yeah. have been do- we've been doing this for twenty years and we don't break the law. We had no idea we were breaking it. Right. Yeah, you get you got you got to know what where you're launching at and where you're fishing at and be aware of all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we did not. I called him. I said, "Well, I ain't gonna tell you. I can't say it over there." He <laughs> goes, "Are you kidding me?" I said, "No." He goes, "Oh my god!" Because <laughs> I'm telling you, we could rack up five thousand dollar redfish fines easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, 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 not knowing, you know, and not uh, not trying to break the law on purpose. You just didn't know. Yeah, yeah. did you? not know until y'all just said this. I called him. He's lived in Georgia thirty years and didn't know this law. Yeah, that's it's crazy. So, I mean, if you, if that's the thing, if you're on the water, whatever state you're in, you need to abide by those rules. Yep. Yeah. Wherever you, so we've been going from Georgia to Florida waters fishing and going back to Georgia and pulling the boat back out. Can't do it with a, with a twenty six inch red. Oh yeah, yeah, can't do it. Every bit of them. Yeah, can't do it. You can't do it. Get caught. You're gonna get. You're gonna get busted. (laughs) And luckily, we ain't got busted. So cool. uh, Won't won't do that no more. No. Thanks for the thanks for the show, guys. Y'all do a great job. Thank you, Kenny. Kenny. Yep. Yeah, because when we fish the El Cheapo, um, there are like for example the sheephead regulation in Georgia is smaller than it is in Florida, if Mm -hmm. I remember correctly. So, but you can't, I mean, because we're returning to Florida because we launched in Florida, we can't keep those smaller sheephead right. that because would be coming. legal. And then we're fishing the North right. Rocks up there in Fernandina. So we're actually in Georgia waters, but it doesn't matter. We can't keep them because we're returning to Florida. So we have to be abiding by the state of Florida rules. Yes. So not that we're trying to keep smaller fish, but I mean, we're after big fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, I got a phone return phone call from the, uh, remember I met Bill Dance down yes. at ICAST. Yes. I got a return phone call from his daughter yesterday and I got to call her back and I will. 
Going to get Bill Dance on to join us here That'd on the uh, Mimic Outdoor Show. So cool. looking forward to that. Yeah. Just a little update on that. Uh, all right, let's do an updated weather and updated tides right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Updated tides brought to you by Angie Subs, the best sub shop in Jacksonville, period, bar none. And don't forget about Angie's Grom at the beach. Today you have a high tide at 3.17 p.m. That's a 4.72. Tomorrow... In the morning, 9.33 a.m., it's the low tide, and that's a .46, and that's uh, the Mayport Bar Pilot Dock tides. And let's do an updated weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig, and the new location is open for business, Mm -hmm. okay? And it is not 1224 Kings Avenue. They have a new address, and uh, the new address, I want to make sure I get this corrected, uh, the new address is... uh, 1808 Kings Avenue. And Chris, we need to, if we can, change that on our website. Cool. 1808 Kings Avenue. So down the street is the new location. The Beard Pig today is the first day the new location is open at in San Marcos. So check it out. And of course, the beach on A1A, same place, same fantastic barbecue. It's amazing. And the weather forecast is today, southwest winds 10 to 15, me coming <laughs> south in the afternoon, 2 to 4. Tomorrow, southwest, 15 to 20, diminishing to 10 to 15 in the afternoon, seas 3 to 4. And don't forget to be aware of a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon tomorrow. Monday, southwest, 10 to 15, 2 to 3, showers likely, and a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the morning, then showers with a thunderstorm likely in the afternoon. Same thing for Tuesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, southwest winds 10 to 15. And as you guys said earlier, be aware that there may be a little change in the water temperature along the coast. Absolutely. Yeah, you you should have some type of a, an upwelling, uh, thermocline, whatever you want to call it, uh, whenever you have those conditions where it's raining and it blows southwest. We don't, it, it, if you don't have any onshore wind, Jeff, that it, it just continues to blow the warm water offshore. So we'll see. I mean, it, it usually takes about a week, and that's about a week's worth of of, of, of weather that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, you know, and I, 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 I agree with Kirk. We said it earlier. I, I don't know that it's a bad thing right now. Need a little change. Yeah, a little change. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So looking forward to it. Right. Because I, you, 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 hey, by the way, uh, last week I saw two rays on the beach. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. And, and so, I mean, if, if, if we had a little bit of a, a water temperature change, I promise you those rays would show back up. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. So. All right. So I'm I'm sitting here. I'm taking a picture for Chris because Chris wants the, again, the new address. Oh. For the Bearded Pig. Okay. I just sent you a Chris. 1808 Kings Avenue. It's just three blocks from the original one. Okay. And remember, Kings Avenue was the, the road that it was on. So it's just right down the street. If anybody's trying to figure out where it's at. Just drive up and down the street. You'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> East wow. or west or That's wow. great north advice. or south. I can't tell you which way. Uh, yeah, yeah, just, uh, yeah. What does that road run? That's uh, precision. Northeast, southwest? Yeah, no doubt. That's yeah, precision. What, what, what right I now. would do is go to maps on my phone yeah. and punch That's in the address. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> Jeez. Jeff. GPS Jeff. The oh, Dimnick Outdoor Show is brought to you by some wonderful sponsors. Moe's Southwest Grill in yes. St. Augustine, Steen Hatchie River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Inc., Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, 
CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, and Hagen Ace Hardware Stores, Shark Coatings, Claude Nolan Cadillac, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment on New King Road and at McClenny, Travis, Handyman Travis, uh-huh. TS Home Renovations, Bearded Pig, Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store, Stack M Storage, and of course, the Nimnick family of dealerships, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway, and Chevrolet on Cassett. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. And there